All right, so the boss is saying we're looking good there in, in chat, so that's good to know. I think that's that's also the okay to, to get started with this. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank everybody uh, sharing this virtual tabletop with me tonight and Featherfall Tabletop uh, Community One Shots. We're back at it. This is the first one we've done in a while, so it's nice to kind of shake some of the rust off and, and share a table with others. Um, before we get into character introductions and game intro, we'll take care of some housekeeping. This is Featherfall Tabletop. Thank you for being here. Um, you can find us here on the internet at Featherfall Tabletop. Check us out on Twitter. Twitch Discord link down below. If you want to be in one of these community one shots, get in our Discord exclamation point. I want in and you can sign up and we'll get you in one. We got a couple. We have one that is has openings right now. It is a Golden Girls themed one shot uh, DM'd by Jen, uh, our very own Jen, who plays in the Gods We Know one sh or not one shots. That's a persistent campaign. She plays in the Gods We Know on Tuesdays. She is DMing this uh, Golden Girls one shot. So if you want to be in that, do it. Um, I think Sophie's already taken, but uh, Rose is always there. Uh, she's always there when you need her. Um, there's that. We have our one shots. Um, what else? We're sponsored by a couple people. A couple special people are sharing this table with us tonight. That's kind of fun. Uh, Skull Splitter Dice. You can check them out and promo code uh, Featherfall. And that'll save you 10% on all your dice needs. But we do have uh, Found Familiar here with us. And they are our sponsors too. And the bit leader. Uh, the newly crowned bit leader. Uh, you can use code at checkout Featherfall. Featherfall, yeah. Uh, and get yourself some discounts on some coffee. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a little spiel when we get to introductions, but we'll save that. Yeah. Um, our streaming schedule is trying to uh, trying to get all the all the housekeeping taken care of. Uh, we stream on Tuesday nights with the gods we know, and that is a homebrew campaign by Adam Aslamas. Uh, you can find many fine people in that game, and they are currently three episodes in. Uh, you. There's time to catch up before Tuesday night. Get on it. Uh, check them out. 6.30 Pacific time. You can check uh, me personally play in The Ghosts of the Past on Wednesday nights at 6.30. Man, 6 Pacific time. It's a Monday, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Struggling. Uh, 6 Pacific time. And then we have our Featherfall Table Talk where we talk all things uh, tabletop role-playing. Uh, we've been digging through the Unearthed Arcana. It's taken a while to get through there. The Wizards of the Coast is just hammering us with new subclasses. So, And then we're here, Monday. We got uh, some one-shots coming up. I think the next one is on November 11th, and that is the said Golden Girls uh, one-shot. So let's help fill that game and get it going. So that's the housekeeping. I'm done talking for a moment. Uh, but I do want to introduce everybody around. We'll have everybody introduce themselves. Uh, and we are going to sta start in the top left-hand corner as you are looking at the Twitch chat. And that is Troke. Uh, if you can introduce yourself, uh, a little spiel about your character, and uh, yeah, and that's it. Hello, everyone. Uh, name is Troke. Troke, uh, sorry. You can usually just find me on, on uh, really just Twitch or... or or Twitter itself. Um, um, my character is a, a Triton cleric, a little bit eccentric, a little bit eccentric. <laughs> You'll find out a little bit more about how eccentric he'll be. Uh, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, Wrath. 
Yes, hello, uh, my name's Rap, and I'll be playing Ficus, Ficus Greenhill, and, um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a monster hunter, um, I've never, never actually killed anything, but don't, don't tell them <laughs> that, um, I'm a, I'm a halfling, if you can't tell, and, uh, bardic by nature, which, uh, just really means that I like to drink a lot, <laughs> and I sing songs when I'm drunk, so, they call me a bard and put me on a team, so, uh, I'm here to stab something, I suppose. Um, looking forward to it. Happy to be here with all of you and on TV. Hello. So, uh, yeah. Should be fun. Awesome, Raph. Thank you. Uh, Aaron. Hi. Uh, Aaron Niles here. Uh, one of the co-founders for Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, we are sponsoring this episode. Um, it's pretty cool to be here and, and hang out with everybody. Um, like I said, you can uh, visit foundfamiliar.com slash Featherfall and use the code Featherfall to get 10% off your first purchase. Um, it helps out Featherfall as well with that purchase. So um, if you're planning on buying some coffee, go through there, help them out a little bit as well. Um, I will be playing Solomon, by the way. He's a half-elf warlock. Let's get to the important stuff. <laughs> Solomon, half-elf warlock. Um, he's got a bit of a strange patron. Um, a patron he himself doesn't quite understand um a little bit terrifying to him and he's just kind of figuring it out why he's uh he's getting these these magical powers and why they're being bestowed upon him of all people so. awesome thank you aaron uh last but not least Lindsay. um i am the other half down familiar <laughs> um i generally speak and memes and gifts. <laughs> so Aaron is the one that does most of the communication. <laughs> if I could speak only in gifts, my my life would be complete. Uh, <laughs> um, I am playing Tess, a female wood elf um, who is a rogue. Um, mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's all That's you need to know. <laughs> Perfect. And we're uh, we're brother and sister. Yes, we're a half brother and sister in the campaign. We're making it awkward for everybody. In <laughs> yeah, let's be clear. In game, <laughs> we're making it awkward for everybody. I told him it was weird, and he was like, "Why? Why is it weird?" And I'm going for <laughs> maximum uncomfortableness. <laughs> Why we're here? Not weird at all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for uh, being here and sharing uh, this this night with us uh, here at uh, Featherfall. Um, so, I should say, I forgot to mention this at the top, but this is a one-shot that came from uh, Skull Splitter's Kickstarter that if you were an early backer, you, you, got, you got this, uh, along with three others. This was the first one that's come out. This uh, So tonight we are running through the Curse of Sapphire Lake, uh, A Tale of Misery and Woe from uh, TPK Games. Written by Neil Lither, Litherland and Brian Berg. So that's where this comes from. It is not homebrew. Uh, so you're all level one, too. I don't know if we said that. And we were talking in chat that it's been a while since level one. A little squishy. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. I have some introductory uh, blurbs that I'm going to read out. And then we're going to kind of just get into the game. So... You are uh, monster hunters, and you have heard stories of, of this town. And so here's some of those stories. 
that is leading you to this place. So 30 years ago, the little hamlet of Kingsbridge was on the verge of becoming a proper town. It had loomed in the shadows of the hills for years, but Halfguard Trollsbane had finally slain the last of the monsters who had plagued his people. On the eve of their celebration, though, the hall doors were splintered by a hulking figure dripping with dark waters of Sapphire Lake. The intruder was larger than any warrior in the hall, its face hidden by a war mask of pale white bone. It scythed through everyone who tried to stop it, barely slowed by blows that would have killed any mortal man. It vaulted the dais and with a single swing of its blade cleaved Halfguard's head from his shoulders. Then it vanished into the night, leaving a trail of gore and blood that stopped at the rocky shores of the lake. Though many searched, no one could find the creature who had slain Trollsbane. Several who went looking were found dead, and others were never found at all. Whispers began that it was no man they sought, but a vengeful spirit of one of the old kings that once ruled in these hills. With the death of their head, head man, no one had the will to stay in Kingsbridge any longer. L last year, Halfguard, Halfguard's son Siegfried gathered a band to rebuild Kingsbridge. The very image of his father Siegfried sneered at the legends that something haunted the ruins of the town. He brought his people to the place where he'd been born and they set to work clearing, hammering, and sawing at the first of their fires and songs seemed to keep the night at bay. But it wasn't long before things began to go wrong, tools went missing, trees fell over recently cleared paths and roads, food vanished from larders and fires began unexpectedly. The people carried on, but they began to catch a sight of a strange figure in the night's mist. A huge man in tattered clothing, with matted hair and beard, his face concealed behind an ancient war mask of carved bone. Several brave adventurers have attempted to track this creature, but, but though some claim success, the thing always returns to harry the town. Worse, many hunters have disappeared or been found without their heads. There's real fear in Kingsbridge, and the people's courage holds on by little more than a thread. If peace does not come soon, Kingsbridge will return to shadowed ruins. Whew. Arrival at Kingsbridge. Though grandly named, Kingsbridge is a little more than a knot of homes huddled against the sides of a high hill. With an old-fashioned longhouse built at the summit, a huge lake sits at the south of the settlement, its bright waters a clear contrast to the dark pebble beaches of its shore. A dozen rocky spires rise from the shore, carving curving over the lake like the heads of ancient dragons petrified by the morning sun. Most of the buildings in the settlement sag with age and rot, but many of them have been repaired with fresh lumber. No saws sound in the woods now, though, and no axes fall. Silence hangs over Kingsbridge, and those few people who are about to clutch at daggers and axe handles with ever stirring from the forest. Though the sun is shining and the early summer day is warm, a chill of fear lives in this place. Sigils and runes have been drawn on trees and doors, but the protective inscriptions do nothing to ease the tension in the air. And this is what you see as you approach Kingsbridge. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Solman just kind of like looks over the uh, the scenery and kind of like just takes in a little bit. It's a little creepy here. A little, a little too silent. I'm in for a spooky haunted place. It's goddamn beautiful, to be honest with you. <laughs> Holy right. shit. <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> oh, well, what I said is, it's kind of for a spooky place. It's it's goddamn beautiful. <laughs> Did you hear me? He didn't mean to say it twice. <laughs> you can say that again. 
Oh, okay. okay well, you no, see, for Hop Frog, Hop Frog, don't encourage him. Don't encourage him, please. Oh, Hop Frog, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's 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 head in. Uh, Solm is gonna start walking. After you, town. brave soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll follow Solomon <laughs> and just kind of shake my. <laughs> oh, people who actually look like they're supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so as as you are approaching into this this uh, town of Kingsbridge, there there are no walls, there are no outer walls. There are uh, forests that kind of circle around this. You can see uh, to the south of it there uh, is the making of a lake and the spires that surround it. Uh, you can kind of make it out through the forest. But as you are approaching into the town, you see most of the the denizens of Kingsbridge are, are working hard and kind of paying attention, uh, no attention to you and paying most of their attention to their work. You do catch a couple side glares, um, but most people are starting to, or just keeping uh, pace with their, their daily tasks. Uh, there are, you know, some simple houses and you do see up on the hill uh, at the base of the mountain there, you do see uh, what would be the big longhouse that you would think um, Siegfried, who you have heard about uh, in your travels, would would keep. Uh, that's where he would be. Is is that where you want to head or do you want to uh, mingle? Uh, uh, someone's going to turn to the, to the uh, group to say, all right, well, it looks like the longhouse probably should go there. Do we need to stop anywhere? Well, I'd say we're not really anything. wanted here. I just think they're going about their their business. Are they? We're not, are we're they not the heroes. monsters? No. They're looking at heroes. us. They're looking at us like you should beat them up. <laughs> it's probably me. <laughs> yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> to the longhouse then. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll just head to the longhouse. All right. As as you kind of weave through the town, you see just more of the the same kind of denizens in there. They they have not ragged clothes, but they they are well worn clothes that just show of of working people. And you kind of weave through the town, and you see uh, the longhouse atop the hill. Uh, it's impressive, much more so than any of the other buildings. There is a snarling wolf's head and bear maws pointing in the cardinal directions to scare off spirits. Built of thick timbers and shingled in dark stone, the structure has barely been touched by the passage of time. The doors are freshly hung, though, and their frame is new, a testament to that night half-guard Trollsbane died. The oak doors swing open silently, revealing a hall that's beautifully carved but silent, like a tomb rather than a place of revelry. A small group is gathered around the far end of the hall just below the dais of the high table, speaking in low voices, a broad-shouldered man sitting in a high-backed chair raises one scarred hand and gestures you forward. It's clear from his manner as well as from uh, his mane of thick black hair that this is Siegfried, the Trolls Bane, Trolls Bane's son. Sorry, so many S's there. <laughs> And yeah, he signals you uh, in uh, the longhouse. It's pretty long, uh, imagine oh, that. Ooh. And so, so there is a good set of distance in between um, uh, the front door and where they are sitting up on this kind of raised platform. Okay. Uh, Solma will just continue forward, not really like looking at anybody, um, maybe glancing up at uh, sick reader every once in a while, but kind of feeling awkward, like walking through, uh, through all this <laughs> uh, as he approaches them. 
says, uh, I take it you're, uh, you're, you're sick, Reed. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, what brings, uh, you, you four to, uh, Kingsbridge? We don't get, uh, many visitors. I mean, it still feels kind of silly to say it, but we're monster hunters. <laughs> That's funny. So you... That's what I said. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've obviously heard, you know, rumors or things I, floating we... around about uh, Kingsbridge. That brings we, you uh, here. We heard about your uh, your father, and if what we heard is true, we're we're very sorry. Well, it is. Uh, it is very true. Was in this uh, this room right here. Uh, thank you for bringing that up so soon. But uh, you know my name. <laughs> what is your name? Now, like feeling a little more awkward. Solomon. <laughs> uh, Sol Solomon. Tess. Solomon. Oh, he meant all of us. Yeah. Well, it's only right. right. I'm Fekus, and this is Hot Frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see him like you see him want to smile yeah. at a uh, hot frog but he kind of holds it back and, and you can see kind of the crow's feet at the base of his or at the edges of his eyes kind of wince a little bit and mm -hmm. I haven't, haven't seen uh, one like this before that's, that's interesting yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, it's almost like a fish out of water <laughs> Yeah. Well, almost. Almost. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, I mean, let's get down to the brass tacks here. You look like uh, men and women that are uh, on a mission. Excuse me. And like you said, uh, you are uh, monster hunters, and you're you're looking for a job, yeah? Yeah. Um, I guess just if we could get a little bit of information, whatever, whatever you know, and maybe some people we could talk to that might have some information cool. just so we can get on the right track. And he kind of kind of looks to his left and right at the two people uh, sitting next to him and he's, well, if you're looking for uh, more information, uh, these two might be the ones to talk to at first. Um, I, I will say this. Before you uh, take any step further or you take any uh, more interest in this job, this is a monster that has cursed these lands and done horrible things to these people, and there there will be something in it for you if uh, you can fix this and alleviate this problem of Kingsbridge. Well, good. I mean, we're very experienced monster hunters. We killed lots of things, <laughs> we made them real dead. Uh, <laughs> give me. We've, a... got, we've got a little experience. <laughs> Jesus, what he is? Speaks the, the truth. <laughs> Hey, you can't argue with that logic. <laughs> uh, look at his face. Well, don't look at his. Hot frog, stop it. All right. Hot uh, frog, stop it. The rest of our faces. All right. Uh, well, I just want to make sure that the conditions are clear. That uh, you know, if this is done and taken care of, uh, there will be something in it for you. Um, you know, of monetary value. Um. One thing is needed, though, before any change um, exchanges hands. I need the head 
of this uh, this this monster, this this curse that is throughout these forests. I need its head on this table in order for that coin to hit your purse. Any other parts? <laughs> well, the the head is a good place to start. Uh, I'll leave the rest to you. I have the fingernails. <laughs> you you can have whatever you want as long as we get the head. Well, uh, so I mean, and he looks over to uh, to this uh, man sitting next to him, who is uh, he's an older man, and uh, as you as you can see, he is he has one hand on the table. But his his arm his other arm is on the table, but it is missing its hand. And uh, Siegfried goes, "This is uh, Valthus Jarl. He knows a little bit more about what we are dealing with than uh, than most do. He was here that night that uh, this abomination broke through these doors and killed my father, and it has uh, taken his hand. And uh, Valthus kind of." Chimes in. And he says, um, "Yes, I, I was was here that night, and uh, I believe what we are dealing with here is a uh, what is known as a Grundhelm, and uh, it is a kind of um, a, um, not a, a specter or ghost, but a a creature from the past that makes its way out of graves and haunts what is uh, what is nearby." Um, and uh, this thing, um, 30 years ago, it, it took my hand, and, and it, is, uh, it is not something to be messed with. You, are you sure the four of you are up for this? I, I don't feel good putting anybody out there that may not be able to uh, accomplish oh. this task. Hogfrog, it looks like you're not the only one interested in fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we're we're up to it. Okay. Um, uh, and as he starts to go into his next statement, uh, the female sitting next to to Sigmund Siegfried. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, she's a younger woman with thick chestnut hair, uh, and it looks like she has blue eyes, but they, there's this different kind of like fire that is burning behind them. Um, she. Uh, <laughs> She chimes in and, um, while I agree with Valseth that this may be a Grundhelm, I don't think it is exactly what you're thinking as a monster. This is more, while big, it is still of this earth, and with that, it should be able to be taken care of. And again, I ask you what Valseth asked you. Are you a willing party to take this insurmountable task on? Uh, yes. Are you saying it might not be undead? That is correct. While it may be somebody that is seeking uh, some sort of revenge, I don't think it is as spectral as Valseth is saying. But again, without having... Uh, a personal encounter with it, I can't say for sure. Okay, very well. Well, I'm in. Count me in. Tess? Yes. Uh, so Siegfried uh, chimes in and says, well, since you have uh, accepted this task, 
Uh, I will say you can have a uh, you can have lodging and and food for tonight uh, here in the longhouse. Uh, and with that being said, I do have maybe a favor to ask of you. We are short-handed, uh, as we do have a party. Ah! He kind of like <laughs> oh, shit. Solomon. Yeah, Solomon just like he could say that again. Shoot, shoots a glare over to uh, what's his name? Val Valthus. Valthus. Yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and then. And yeah, looks back after he catches himself. Um, I would like to say that is not the first time I've made that uh, mistake, Valseth. I am sorry. Uh, but we are short-manned. Uh, while we do have a party uh, headed out looking, gathering supplies, I do ask that uh, we have help tonight with the uh, with the nightly watch around the longhouse. Uh, is this something that is agreeable? Do you hear that, Hotfrog? We get real food. We eat yeah, quite well. Yeah, that's for once. I like it. <laughs> I, I think that's that's more than fair. Uh, free stay, some actual good food for once. All right. Uh, yes, the, I I would encourage you. While you might be antsy to get out and and maybe start the tracking process, I would say uh, nightfall is coming soon, and it is not a good time to be out. You might want to, you know, wait till morning, uh, you know, just in case. So, but like I said, we have room and board here for you. Uh, food will be hitting the table here rather shortly. Um, but with that being said, the, ta the town is up to you. Uh, we don't have much going on, but you can definitely look around if you'd like. But I would caution stepping foot into those woods tonight. All right, very well. Uh, we appreciate the heads up. Thagos uh, will immediately move to one of the tables <laughs> and sit down. Even if food's not there, he'll kind of sit down. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so up on the, on the raised platform where these three are sitting, uh, a couple steps down is a long table that uh, goes towards the door, which you came in with long bench seating uh, and long fires on the backside of that, kind of warming the whole place. Uh, and Ficus takes a seat uh, at the head table. Yes, at no, the head table. <laughs> well, yes. the lower Not table. Not even the... moving to one of the lower. He sits right up there at the no, head. Like, oh, man. Like only yes. Ficus could do. <laughs> well, uh, us. What are they eating here, then? Yeah, Ficus, we... I mean, you have like an hour or two before food will come. I'm, I'm sure. Oh. It... It's up to you. You really shouldn't you tease a guy like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, which uh, which room will we be? Uh, he in? he points down to the the left or the my right side. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a door down there, a hallway that leads down. A couple uh, there's two rooms down there. Uh, I imagine two rooms is is quite all right for you. Yeah, I, I think that will yeah. be fine. Okay. We like to put Hot Frog in his own room. <laughs> Well, he's, <laughs> he's really wet, yes. though we, we try to quarantine him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we could limit the uh, moisture, the moisture I, damage, yes. It's like a, a mildew no, type of deal. I can't stand my singing. That's okay. It's okay. Just right. tell <laughs> If you don't mind me asking, could you, could you tell us about how you lost your arm to this creature? I mean, is it just damaged or magical or what all did you see 
that night. And you can see him kind of pausing a little bit. But that night, the... That, uh, that abomination came bursting through these doors. It was a night that uh, I, w I will never forget. He was a big hulking man with a... Uh, it looked... It could not have been a human skull that was... He was uh, wearing on his head, covering up all but its its eyes that were peering through the the holes of the skull. And I have never seen something move so swiftly and angrily and without any reason. And it was uh, it was a miracle that I made it through or made it out. Uh, it was not one of my finest moments. I, I will say that for sure. I was cowering. And you can see his head kind of dip down as he says those words, and his, his voice kind of cracks a little bit. Uh, but no man is that strong um, and that unyielding. Uh, yeah. And he, he kind of hangs his head in, in a little bit of shame, uh, a little bit of horror, at, at kind of reliving that night. Right, well, thank you. We won't. We won't press it any further. I was going to say you'll have to pardon, pardon Valsif. Uh Thirty years of water running under the bridge is not enough to cure him of what ails him. Very well. All right. But well, if you don't mind, uh, kind of leaving us, we have some things that we need to talk about. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get. Uh, We'll get the lay of the town and ask around and see where we should uh, start heading, I guess. Uh, yeah, the the dinner bell will ring when uh, it, it it is ready, so just keep your head out. Okay. Vickis, you listen for that? <laughs> oh, you got it, boss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so are, are you guys heading out? Uh, Solomon's going to turn and start walking yeah. out. Vickers will two-step to keep up with them. <laughs> hop, hop, hop. <laughs> it's in his name. All right, so as you guys exit the longhouse, go ahead and uh, everybody just give me uh, investigation checks. Let's do that. I just imagine Hot Dog like, can walk perfectly fine, but just chooses to hop. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> that is a nat one. Okay. Pam, Pam, Pam. So six. I got a two. <laughs> Aww. Let's start off this game strong, boys. First rolls, guys. Uh, Tess, what did you tw tw say that one more time? Twenty-five. Wow. <laughs> I don't have a DC Ten that high. <laughs> Solomon, what did you roll? That's Ten. why we bring her. All right. She's actually good. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually good. She's the real I monster, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so as you're you're kind of uh, heading down from the longhouse that is up on the hill, um, Solomon, you see um, a young man with this big scruffy beard, kind of, and a big supply cart in his front yard, and he's he's kind of just putting stuffing stuff in there. Uh, Hop Frog and Ficus, you're kind of just more enamored with. Uh, I don't know. What would you be enamored with that would pull your attention away from uh, the uh, job at hand? Ficus is listening. 
Did you hear that? Did you bring your flute? <laughs> yeah, so Ficus and Hopfrog, you're kind of, you know, playing grab ass in the back and, you know, waiting for the dinner bell, even though it's been, you know, uh, only five minutes. Um, <clears throat> Tess, you see, you see two different uh, people kind of in the distance of the town. Um, one is a, a man and a woman that are in their homestead kind of uh, fenced off area. And then you see uh, what you would think as kind of a strange silhouette that is sitting on a stump just staring out into the uh, the forest that uh, is in between the town and the lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Point him out to Solomon and say, Solomon, do you, do you see that something sitting over there? Solomon kind of like squints out in the distance. Yeah, I can't make any details out. Take his hot rock. Stop. Come here. We're gonna. Solomon's gonna start walking that way towards that figure. Fikos will do like the type typical like smack him like stop. You're embarrassing us. Yeah. Like, Solomon's <laughs> mostly interested in like why he's just staring out into the forest after hearing everything Come. about the forest. All right. So as you as you approach and get closer to this silhouetted, uh, you can make it out. It is a a woman. Uh, she does have a dress and just this thick black hair that is kind of pulled back and uh, braided down the back of her neck. Uh, braided, but um, looks like the braids are old, like they've been starting to kind of fall out, and nobody's paid really any attention to it. Her dress is kind of ragged. She is barefoot. Um, and and she is saying something. Uh, she is singing. What's, what you can make out to be a song. That There's a rhythm to it and there is some kind of ups and downs. I'm not musical, so I don't That's know. Fine, I don't know turns. But, <laughs> but yeah, she is just kind of sitting on the stump and just kind of uh, singing. And you, you are approaching from behind behind her uh uh ma'am ma'am she she does not break beat in her in her song and as you are now close i will i will attempt to serenade you with the uh the flavor text that they have provided us uh this is my this is my debut uh so here we go (laughs) i told myself i was gonna sing this so uh, good or bad, here it is, uh, guys. Here we go. So, I'm ready. <clears throat> the bone man walks through the darkness. The bone man stalks through the mist. Hide your face from the bone man, or by his blade you'll be kissed. He rises at night from the waters turned dark and black neath Boom. the moon. Boom. But it's a hole down to Boom. hell that he comes from. Boom. Which he'll return to again very soon. And as she ends that, she just kind of goes right back into singing those same words just over and over again uh, without noticing that you're there. Uh, How close are you to her at this point? I'd say like maybe (laughs) 10 feet and probably getting a little creeped out right now. Can can, Fagus approach and um, he'll just sit down kind of cross-legged, get all... Right up, like, sit right 
Uh, sit right in front of her, and he'll pull out his loot and begin playing with her. Okay. Uh, give, give me a give me a performance check. Let's do that. Hell yeah! <laughs> You're a bard. Uh, do it. Hopefully, I have. Yeah. Okay. I got a plus five. Let's see. Okay. Wait. Oh my gosh! I thought it was another nat one. It's a seven, so okay. that's a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Better. That looked, that looked a lot like a one. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, Not two in a row. <laughs> yeah, so right, you start plucking go. away. You're kind of... Her, her tune and rhythm kind of change uh, randomly that you're 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 trying to find it. But it takes a while and you kind of you kind of get in, in line. And yeah, you're kind of... You're adding to it more than detracting from this performance. But, As she starts to repeat, can I just stop her and be like... Mm. You're not very good. Frank assessed that dice. And as as you say that and Hopfrog responds, uh, Solomon and Tess, I imagine you're still kind of behind and looking at Ficus that's there in front. And you do see yeah. uh, another woman approaching and and puts her hand on Ficus's. And, and she says, um, Dear, no matter what you say, She's probably not going to respond to you. Does she not like halflings? Uh, We're a very humble folk. Or tritons. I don't... It's it's not halflings or tritons, but uh, it's just... That is who she is. And, and this woman is an older woman with gray hair. Um, and uh, Let's see. Yeah, she's just kind of... She's seen... She's been around, like, in age-wise, and she's just... There's not much we can do for her, but let her sing her song. I have I really have no idea what this song means. I mean, there are people who believe it is a little bit about, you know, the, the creature that stalks in the night, but... Again, no matter what you say, she's not going to break from that song. The only song she sings... Yes, it's the same, same four verses, just over and over again. You think she would have gotten better? Yeah. Are you, uh... <laughs> Ficus, let's not insult the, the villagers while we're here, please. We're trying to solve a problem for them. Right. Well, without, I imagine, Ficus, is it? My my name is uh, Bera, by the way, but without... You know, formal training. Uh, you can't really get better. It's, it's rather hard. But uh, would would you be her uh, her caretaker by any chance? Um, yes, that's I I guess I mean, traditionally I would be called her aunt, but uh, uh, now I am her yes, her her guardian, I guess. All right. There. Do they look about the same age ish? Uh no this this woman is far older the uh, okay she's like an old elderly woman. yeah yeah she would probably be in her sixties ish where oh, this um this uh, the younger one that's singing is probably you know thirty five forty ish okay um what what brings the four of you here you know nobody comes to Kingsbridge yeah um heated it. You, we, uh, we, we come here probably about what she's singing about. Um, we're here to hopefully solve the mystery of, uh, the tragedy that this, happened about 30 years back. Ah, this bone man, they say. 
Okay. And you've talked to Siegfried, yeah? Yeah, we, uh, we'll probably see him again later tonight. Um, kind of just getting our way around town and getting the lay of the land at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's not much here in Kingsbridge. Like I said, not many people come, not many people really leave unless they are forced out, but it's quiet when we're not being attacked. But, uh, How often do you get attacked? Well, it... I'd want to say it's, you know, every other night, but that might be uh, gracious. It How depend- long are we going to be here, Solomon? <laughs> guessing however long it takes to solve this. How long ago was the last attack? Oh, that's... It, I mean, we, we've been on a short reprieve. It's been, a, you know, a night or two. Oh, crap. It'll probably do for another attack, then. Exactly. Two days. It's two days. <laughs> yes. They'll be back. Exactly. Tonight. Two days. Your math is getting so much better, Hopfrog. <laughs> Keep at it. Hey, here's a quick study. Yes. We're only three off now. <laughs> um, and you all are... You... So you've talked to Siegfried... You've heard all about, and I, who, Hop Frog, is it? Yes. Or, I've not. Hop Frog name. I mean, don't take this offensively, but what? What are you? No one actually knows. I am Triton, King of the Merfolk. <laughs> that. And you are out here. Uh, that is. You are you a long way from home? Yes, my people wait for me later. I go out adventuring with, with Flipsy here. Flip, Flipsy. It's a uh, it's a nickname. Uh, I we don't really want to dive into him. Yes, Flipsy. He's got a got thing Sunbeam for... and, and Tessa. He's got a name, a thing for nicknames. Sun Sunbeam. That is. These were not not agreed upon nicknames. <laughs> they just kind of, you know, Sunbeam. You know, he's 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 like the the sun god. He's it's a bit of a man crush, actually. So it's best to just move on from this. Anyway, how long has she been singing like this? Oh, she, this is... is all she does for how long? When when she's not sleeping, she's singing. This is what she does all day, every day. The rest of the people have come to really just kind of ignore her and let her do do her thing. I can see why. <laughs> but uh, she is... Say, say again. Has, has she seen this creature? Well, that, I guess, is what we can assume. Uh, she was, she was, she was very young when the, uh, the, the attack happened up in the longhouse. Uh, so maybe... I don't think that's enough to solidify it within her mind. So I, maybe she is seeing what others are not in these uh, attacks out on the uh, the outskirts of town. Uh, Solomon's gonna walk up to the woman that's singing and just kind of like lean over 
beside her and like get kind of close to her and ask, "Have you have you seen the Bone Man?" Like almost directly into her ear, like kind of whispering it. You can. She uh, she acknowledges that you're there, and she turns and faces and catches eyes with you, and Crazy. does not miss a beat lyrically, and just keeps singing. Okay. And she does one verse staring right at you before she turns and looks right back out into the forest. I like her. Is there any way I could like get anything out of that, like with an insight check? Uh, yeah, give me an insight check. Let's. <clears throat> And also, while we're waiting here, I would like to, to as a ritual, do detect magic around her. Okay. While we're waiting. Fifteen. Fifteen on the insight and detect magic. We'll start with the detect magic. You don't detect anything. There's nothing pinging on your on your radar around her. Uh, and with this insight check, you do. You do see, now that you're kind of, like, engaged and locked eyes, you see where her and Bera are related. You can see those same kind of curvatures of their face and the coloring of her eyes um, and the shape of their nose. You see you see the the, the kinship there. Um, you, get a, you get a better look at her kind of overall being, and her feet up past the ankle are just kind of, like, mud-stained. Um... And, and kind of looking around, there's there's not a whole lot of, like, mud where she's at currently. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all you get. You do get, like, just... You get this feeling of, of sadness, almost, in her voice. And the way it kind of lilts from uh, lyric to lyric. Well, uh, and this, this is... I mean, if you don't mind, she should probably be left alone. I mean... That's a great idea. I don't know. You said you were her aunt and her caretaker. Where are her parents gone? Uh, yes, her... And she kind of, uh... She kind of signals you a little bit, like head nod and and wave to kind of step away from, uh, this young woman that's singing. Um, and she, she takes a few steps back. Um... Yes, uh, she, she knows this, but I don't like to remind her. But her parents were killed that night. Uh, the big attack at the Longhouse here in Kingsbridge. Um, she was just a, a baby then. Well, not, not very old at all. Barely walking, really. Her, her mother, my sister, Lindara... Yes, was was taken that night, and, uh, and she does like to go wandering. Um, if I look away for the, for a brief moment, she will go wandering. So, again, I think it's better that I I can give my attention to to her. Very well. I well, mean, we'll be around if you think of anything else that could be helpful. Yes. And if if she does Take make care of this. if she does make her way out of my sight, please send her her back this direction. She usually just goes into the forest then. Uh, yes, the forest, and you know if um, if I'm really not paying attention, she'll make her way all the way to the lake. <laughs> does she always do that? Well, 
when she can, yes, and that's when I'm not doing my job, she will make it all the way. Has she ever followed in? <laughs> um, it's it's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't enter the lake. So no, she is. At least to my knowledge, she is not. All right. Well, anyway. we'll, we'll we'll leave her be. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, we're sorry to bring up painful memories. I have a feeling, and he kind of looks over at at Ficus and Hot Frog. I have a feeling we're going to be poking around a lot of uh, a lot of painful memories for people. So a little attacked. It's probably going to be nice. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, thank you. Hope to see you again. And Hot Frog leans over to to the figures and says, "What's tact? What's tact? <laughs> Just don't speak." I think she wants us to go through the personals to find clues. All right, uh, he's gonna turn. Solomon's just okay. gonna turn the same direction he, they came from and start walking back into town. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, there there are a couple people out. Um, there is uh <laughs> this big kind of redheaded man. He's, he looks like he's a fighter, and most of the people you've seen are, are kind of smaller and not smaller in stature, but just not. They don't have that that bravado or that build of what would be a fighter. But you do see this one redheaded man, who's he's he's raking uh, what looks like a little plot of of vegetables he's trying to grow, and you do see a uh, further down the down the row you do see a, another bigger man that is loading up a uh, a stock cart. And then beyond that would be heading back up towards the longhouse. Someone's just leaning over to say, that, uh, that red hair over there, he kind of sticks out. I mean, not just because of the red hair. I'm not saying because of the red hair. <laughs> he looks big and strong. He just, he's different than everybody else. I, I'm getting a feeling we should probably talk to him. I don't know. I mean, we need to talk to somebody. We were kind of, uh, at a dead end at this point, uh, can't really talk to the singing woman. And you want us to use tact? Silence. That's probably even better, but <laughs> let's just we'll, we'll, let's just talk to him. Uh, Solomon's just gonna walk up to, <laughs> I feel to like this man. And... Solomon met up with Ficus and, and Hot Rock, and he's like, this would be so good! And now he's just regretting yeah, it. Just happens, <laughs> like, oh god. I should have just, just stayed back in the town. should never have left. <laughs> so, bad idea. Just continued smuggling. Just stayed low. Yep. Ficus will immediately start double-stepping over to the large redhead. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's working the ground in this little plot of land, and as you guys approach... Um, you see coming out of the house with like a bundle of of straw that's been kind of roped together uh you see this um this woman with wide hips thick blonde braid and she's got a big set of keys like janitor set of keys on her hips she's got a heavy bladed knife on on the other side and she's coming out and getting up on a step stool and placing the straw up on the roof where it seems to be uh damaged or have been damaged. What you can tell would be like a fire. It's got some char marks around it. And then he's just vigorously working this land. Put him in, good sir. Can I have but a minute of your time? Uh, yeah, oh. 
Yeah? What, what, what do you need? Hi. My name is Ficus, and I'm using tact to uh, up, approach you in good behavior and well standing. Um, I'd like just a moment of your time. Ficus. That's a funny name. Can you just get to it? Kind of busy. Yes. My friend wants to talk to you. <laughs> no point at Solomon. <laughs> beat, beat red at this point. <laughs> he just gives a thumbs oh. up to, to Ficus and says, good work. Okay. Um, we're we're here investigating some uh, some weird happenings um, in this town, dating back as far as thirty years ago. Yeah, you're uh, you're talking about the attacks at night. Yeah, the attacks. We'll just cut to it. The attacks. Do you know anything? Yeah, I mean, while they're uh, talking, I want to grab Hot Frog and head over to the lady. Uh, to to the woman that's doing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, they're pretty. They're probably about fifteen twenty feet apart, but in the same kind of one. yarded area. Yeah, so you you head over there. Um, okay, we want you to carry on two conversations. <laughs> yeah, right now at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, do this, please. I can do it. Paul Frog is just gonna keep a hand on the the woman, just casting guidance all the time to help her singing. No, you're still at the woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we left Hot Frog. <laughs> Damn it. No. Um, <laughs> Hot Frog, catch up. Keep his moisture over there. Um. <laughs> I'll yeah. run back and get hot <laughs> Uh Well, as you can see, my wife is up there fixing the roof that happened two nights ago. You know, what do you want? What do you want to know? I'm. What caused it? Was it a lightning strike or lightning? <laughs> no. These arrows that are lit on fire and flung from deep within the forest that strike a house, if it may, and. And it did. And now, now I'm stuck. I mean, I'm not stuck repairing it. My wife is the one on the ladder fixing it. Do you uh, do you have any of these arrows that are uh, pulled no. from the roof? No, unfortunately okay. not. They are uh, disposed of. I mean, uh, Vidri, do we have? Uh, what'd you do with them arrows? And you can see her, like, unrolling and spreading the straw out. What do you need the arrows for? And who, just, who's this? And she kind of is now, like, stepping down the ladder and looking at Ficus and Hopfrog, who are right behind him. Uh, Bors, what, what's going on? And, why, what is happening? We're monster hunters! Monster hunters. Siegfried has brought in monster hunters, Boar. More more like detectives, I, I guess, that would kill a monster and, if uh, need be. And you need an arrow. We're short uh, just on ammo. Any, anything that can link... We just need evidence. We need any oh. lead we can, we can, we can find. Okay. Uh, where these arrows were shot from, I mean, did you see the trajectory? And he kind of, like, looks off into the, the forest and back to the roof. Uh, Bors chimes in. He's like, they come from the woods. It doesn't matter where, north, south, east, west. It's just different spot every time. Okay. I mean, uh, and Vidri goes inside the house and she comes out. She is holding one arrow, a singular arrow shaft. 
Um, this was the one that we kind of salvaged. The rest kind of, you know, either don't hit or burn up, and this is the one we have left. Um, uh, and she, ha- she hands it to you. Does it, uh, does it look finely crafted, just like a regular arrow, or does it look kind of, um... Uh, yeah, give me give me a history barbaric. check. Give me a history okay. check. I think I'm terrible at... Oh, I got proficiency with him. Nice! Good. Uh, not net. Sorry, non-net 20. Ooh. What do we call those? Dirty 20s here? Dirty 20s? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Um... Yeah, so you you can tell uh, this the the shaft and the uh, the arrowhead itself have the makings of what would be uh, weapons and material found on like warriors, like somebody who is equipped to be a fighter, equipped to okay. be a uh, a killer. Okay, uh, it has it, it's very fine craftsmanship. And uh, and make. Okay, he just kind of twirls it around in his fingers. I mean, we could probably rule out goblins or any of the uh, normal folk and monsters that live in in these forests. Uh, I'll say too, other... as as you're kind of looking through it and and twi- uh, twirling it within your hands, you can see it has there. Are, how do I want to say this? There are some like dirt. And it is kind of, while it is well made, it is kind of uh, old, and maybe um, weathered it's got a little, a little yeah, weathered. Perfect term. Let's say weathered. I mean, I guess a goblin could pick this up and and fire it. I mean, it's Go- hard to tell if we can't goblins. compare it to the other ones. You were saying this is fired from a goblin from hundreds of yards away. I don't Ow. think we're so. Just, we're shooting in the dark here. I'm sorry. We're we're, we're just starting ah, out this investigation. This guy. Oh, God. Well, whatever it is, it is uh, coming in and (laughs) and lighting up our rooftops and and kind of just keeping us on edge. And you you said you are here to kind of leave us of this? Yes, yes. Good. Maybe we can finally get some work done around here and Kingsbridge can uh, grow to its proper size. Is there anything strange about Say Magical that. fire. Was there anything strange about the fire? Well, I'll just, tell you. Just it, fire? Yes, it was warm and it burned quite well once it hit the uh, the roof here. But uh, as far as like it went out with water, I don't know. Uh, magical. You could tell mm-hmm. she's got kind of a kind of a sass to her voice. She is very kind yeah. of uh, prickly. We did take her away from her work. So. <laughs> All right. Um, well. There's there's nothing else um, that you care to share with us. Then I suppose we could leave you. Uh, I you probably should to say this, but Ficus Hopfrog, <laughs> do you have anything to say, Tess, before we leave? Have a good day. It's probably better that way. And she immediately turns and heads up the step stool, starts getting back to work. Okay. You could see uh, Boars is just head down and just kind of working this the same spot he hasn't really moved uh so in between where you're at now there's that one other kind of that person uh kind of a bigger man who is uh stuffing the uh the cart with supplies Mm -hmm. 
And then the okay. longhouse. Solomon, yeah, the long I house. feel that all the men here are large. <laughs> Perhaps. I, I mean, some of the women, I presume. Possibly <laughs> some of them, too. Well, Should we go talk to every large man here? I, we we might end up talking to everybody in the... Okay, and I'm imagining you're probably running off to him already. Solomon's going to follow him. I guess well. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> Why yeah, not? so you see this guy, he's, um, he, he looks young, like, around his eyes, but he's got a big, scruffy beard that's unkempt, and his hair isn't as, like, finely braided. If you think of the show Vikings, like, where they got their hair all pulled back and, like, nicely braided, his is kind of scruffy, unkempt, um, and he's just stuffing this cart full of, like, supplies, and he's just packing it on and on and just kind of building it up. Right. Can uh, I help you? Hello, sir. Uh, it's quite a supply cart you got going on there. You uh, making a trip somewhere? Oh, unfortunately, yes. Uh, may I ask where? We're going to the next uh, the next homestead. It's it's like a two days ride. The homestead that is more. not named. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Can I ask why? I'm down here. Well, uh, oh, sorry, young man. Uh, you know. We have to make a living. We have to get supplies. We have to. We can't Survive. grow. We can't. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I totally feel you. This is the smartest guy in this town. <laughs> the name's Benton, by the way. Uh, Benton. Probably nice to meet you. Probably the best name in town too. Ah yes, this guy. Pretty nice. We've uh, Benton. We've we've sort of learned from everyone else here just to uh, kind of cut to the chase, um, not waste time. We're we're here about the recent attacks. Do you know anything about them? Uh, well, like uh, like you could tell, I'm not. I don't hang around very often. I I pack up, I leave, I come back. I pack up, I leave, I come back. So the attacks on the town, I'm not too familiar with. It is more uh, the kind of dare I say the bullshit that I have to deal with out on the in these uh these wooded outskirts. It would be nice. I would say it would be nice for one trip. Do not have to remove a downed tree over the road. So Every that's your job? Time. You travel back and forth? Yeah, you know, uh, supply okay. runs. We, we we have, I mean, I'm not the only one. We have a uh, cart that is out right now. They are on their way back, and then I leave. It's just a constant supply, uh, running of supplies. And you'd think by the time they get back and I leave that the path would stay clear, but there are always these downed trees. These and, uh, these trees be, I guess, uh, around the road by the lake, by any chance? Uh, yeah, the road kind of bends around the lake. Uh, you know, it's it doesn't get too close, but I mean, okay, close enough. Would, some would, would say. we be able to see the direction of the lake from here? Um, yeah, you can. So, looking back through the town, you see the uh, um, that young lady that was sitting on the stump in the edge of the woods. And then you can see kind of the glistening in the in the fading sunlight uh, off the off the Sapphire Lake there. Okay. Yeah, you can see that. Um, I I wish I could say that these trees were downed by natural causes, but I mean, I have never seen axe work so ragged on the end of a uh, tree trunk. Is this those goblins again? <laughs> I wish. Everyone keeps saying that. Goblins we could take care of. I have a feeling we're uh, 
got something a little worse than goblins going on here. Okay, well, uh, Benton, uh, we thank you for your time. Um, yeah. Turns to everyone else. The lake has come up a, a few times now. Sigfrid's brought it up. The old, or the woman is singing about it. Yeah. Now um, Benton's bringing it up. We get out there. Anybody go for a dip? <laughs> anybody from go for a dip? That is. Uh, anybody from Kingsbridge knows you don't go for a dip. I mean, Why the only not? one that the only one that ever makes it down that far is that crazy young lady that's always singing that same stupid song. What what keeps Have you them seen away? Do that? What keeps the people away? That is the the threat of being murdered. I mean, you got to you have to traipse through these woods to get to that lake. You don't and that's when people die. Well, when people do stupid things, people die. You you are a quick one there, Ficus. We are in trouble, Hot Frog. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I want to go to the lake. New plan! We send Hop Frog to the lake. Benton kind of. and everything. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Benton raises his hand and points to the lake, and he then immediately goes in and grabs another, like, sack of potatoes and just starts loading the carts. Well, there have been stupider men. We heard sick treated. It's going to be worse at night. Join him on the trip? <laughs> just leave. Yeah. Should we just go with him? I'd rather deliver potatoes at this point. <laughs> this is a great adventure. We're now potato farmers. <laughs> and at, at this point, you do notice the sun is now um, going behind the spires that you can see on the other side of the lake. And, and what was once a glistening lake with the fading sunlight is now starting to uh, turn black. Oh, so we're losing sunlight. Okay. As the sun begins to set. Perfect. Uh, no, that's not perfect. It's getting dark. Yes. Dinner uh, time's got to be so close. Oh, yes. And, Dinner and time. as you say I... that, you do hear this bell just start to ring up towards the longhouse. What you can imagine. Yeah. Would be. Because it's like eagerly, like, and with every ding, he's just looking at Solomon, his eyes getting wider and wider, like, like a waiting. Lead, lead the way. Lead the way. Just let's go. Oh, I can. A turn and kind of double time walk, even though he's just as fast as them. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll back to the longhouse. Uh, yeah, you make your way back up into the longhouse. Uh, Siegfried, Valsith, and um, Ilaria are up in their raised kind of table. Uh, huge spread there. There are a number of other people that are s- seated at the tables that are down below, and it again is a is a full spread. And we'll we'll kind of fast track through dinner here. Uh, if, if there's anything you want to do, let me know. But otherwise, I'm gonna kind of montage eat. the dinner scene. Yeah, you guys eat. Um, you guys <laughs> kind of pick up on some of the conversations around you of the doubt that anybody can alleviate this affliction that is in Kingsbridge, and they're surprised that somebody is a group is here to take care of it. Um, Dinner happens, food's cleared, and you guys make your way to the uh, to your rooms. Um, okay. Before before you do, Siegfried does bring up um, again. We we could use some help uh, with the night watch if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Uh, we have we can take turns. We can uh, do a few hours at a time. 
yeah, I mean, however, however you, I will have, there will be a couple guards posted um, throughout the night, but any, uh, more eyes, the better. It has been a few nights since the last attack, so it could be, could be any, any night now. Very well. Okay. Um, oh, uh, where, where, where can we meet you if we send uh, help during um, the night? Well, I will be in my uh, in my quarters, and he points just right behind the uh, that raised uh, dais that they are uh, dining around. Uh, my quarters are in there, um, there, and then he points to the to the right up on the raised platform. There are some stairs that go up to the balcony that I should have said you saw as you approached the uh, the longhouse. But there is like a, a little walkway, catwalk around <laughs> the upper edge of the longhouse. That that okay. that is where you will uh, take watch. I guess we'll. Kind of speak up and be like, Hot Frog and I take first watch. Okay, well, very well. Uh, my sister and I don't really sleep per se. Oh. Uh, we don't need much rest. Oh. So, maybe like, that's right. You guys can out. just take the full watch. Uh, again, I don't really care how it happens. I just ask that, you know, as the price for the lodging, we get somebody watching. Absolutely. We understand. Uh, okay. Uh, Biggest hop, hop frog. If you want to take this first one, then uh, by all means. How much sleep yes. exactly do you do? Zero, but I do meditate. We see. All right then. Yes, Biggest, we'll go stand guard while he meditates. <laughs> 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 okay, so. Are, are you guys heading up on the, uh, so Solomon Wait, and Tess, are you going to meditate and yeah, we're just going to go into the room and, okay. and relax. <laughs> yeah, that You're was your brother and sister, dude. Are you going to Rob. meditate? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just reading between just, the I lines go here. Meditate. <laughs> Stop meditating. Um, <laughs> Don't disturb me while I'm meditating. <laughs> Told you not to bother me. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Solomon and Tess are down meditating. No air quotes. Ficus and Hopfrog, you guys go up on the uh, the balcony. Do, do you want? There's so of the four directions: north, south, east, west. Which which one would you like? In which direction Hop is the lake? That yeah, would be to the south. Definitely. South. Definitely go south then. Okay. He'll look right. south. He's just gonna walk. <laughs> Beeline. Sorry, All I right. meant look. It's like I just, just walk south. I just need to be in this lane. Until I get to something. Um, All right. I'm trying out. If he's watching south, then uh, I'll watch north. Alright. So we'll just get you... all across each other. All is well. In the middle Four. of the night. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. Just keep a watch. Making sure no one... Me, me too. <laughs> All right, so Hop Frog and Ficus. Leave it us. <laughs> give me uh, perception checks as you are out on watch. You said both of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, perception. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not very good at perception. <laughs> Oh, but I rolled well. That is an 18, so that's a 17. Yeah. Oh, a minus one. Yeah. <laughs> Hop frog. Told you, I'm a really good monster hunter. 10. 10. We're the best. All right. 
<laughs> We're the best. Tag team. Tag team. <laughs> so much confidence. <laughs> All right. So as, as you guys are out, the the sun has set. Um, it what was a warm day has now like turned into a cool misty kind of night. The the heat is now evaporating. Once that sun hit behind the uh, the rocky spires, it is just um, it's getting a little chilly. Um, Hop frog, as you are, you you went south, yeah. Hop frog, I can I? South. Is it? Yeah, is you're... it too late? Can I, can I do something? Um, can I be playing my loot and okay. giving bardic inspiration to? Hot frog across yeah. the way, like I'm yeah. playing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I it like too it. late for that? No, it's not it? at all. Uh, Do you? Oh, to be retroactive on the perception check. Yeah, if <laughs> or his next roll or whatever the case may be. Hot frog, I'll let you decide. Do you want to? You want to add this bardic inspiration to your perception check, or do you want to save it for? What's it? What's the time? Oh, hot frog uses anything this is 10 and minutes. at okay. the moment, and he rolled a one. Oh, oh no, don't 11. use it on this one. <laughs> oh, it. you used it. Oh. <laughs> so you went from a 10 to an 11. Nice. You still don't see shit. The best. <laughs> Dang it. We are the best. I guess it's over there like, hot crossbow. Hot crossbow. This is the worst song ever. <laughs> he That's all I know. I don't, I don't know the hot. rest of it. <laughs> That's not a good song to pick. It just stops. It's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't even think that's the tune, is it? Yeah, it is. You're yeah. Oh, it is? You're, I was you're, like, yeah, you're close. It's like Three Blind Mice to me, isn't it? Three Blind it's, it's, Mice. It's Hot Frog. Is it the same tune? Song. Yes, it's the same tune. <laughs> <laughs> Learned something new today. <laughs> so, as you guys are, are standing on opposite ends of the longhouse, one on the north, one on the south, um, Ficus, you see to the east, you see a flick of flame kind of light up and then go from a, a kind of a uh, like a, a lighter or a match flicker into more of a ball of flame in the midst of immediately start screaming of this forest <laughs> uh, and it's about 60 feet out from where you are at um, the flame kind of rises and you do hear uh, this a twang of a bowstring what do you want to do oh yeah I'm immediately just I'm no longer singing just ah! <laughs> uh, you see suit. <laughs> a hop frog kind of perks up what's going on he's, he's not screaming from like fear he just sees Vicus <laughs> screaming, screaming. Ah, I'm screaming too. <laughs> because hot cross bones <laughs> so you start screaming you do see two guards that were uh, one on the east and the west the one on the west side comes running around to the east and both of them knock an arrow in their uh, their long bows uh, Hopfrog, you kind of run up towards them, I imagine. Oh yes, he wants in on the action. Okay, and as as you guys kind of converge in the center of the longhouse on the east side, this arrow comes flying up into towards you. I guess I have to make like an attack roll. I don't even know how to do this. Ooh, careful. Uh, yeah, the first arrow comes in and thump, right into the roof of this longhouse. And it does start to ignite uh, one of the squares towards the, uh, the the lower edge of the roof, towards the uh, the, the the fascia, 
<laughs> I don't have any ranged attacks, so I'm not going to be much help in a ranged fight. But can Ficus uh, immediately use acrobatics to kind of flip up onto the roof to start trying to put out the okay. fire? Yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Okay. And during that, I'll be, like, screaming for Solomon and okay. uh, uh, the other one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Solomon <laughs> you know and the other one. <laughs> she has a name. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Solomon and Tess, give me perception check, uh, just to see if you uh, can break this the the trance that you are in the meditation trance. Okay. Three. Mm, well, I gotta go back to my skills real fast. Should I roll the acrobatics to get up there? Yeah, go ahead. It is an 11 then. 11? Plus Tess, what, what did you get? 23. Oh, Tess, you hear it. Uh, Solomon, you do not. Tess, you start hearing some screaming, and then you do hear your names being uh, yelled out in the night. <laughs> Apparently not her name. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon! Solomon and other person. Uh, and Solomon and <laughs> uh, Ficus, what did you roll for the uh, acrobatics? I got a 19 plus 3, so 22. Oh, yeah, piece of cake. You've done this 100 times before. You're up on the railing and then just kind of parkour up onto the roof uh, and immediately start, like, stamping out this fire. You have you have uh, succeeded in, in tamping down this one uh, square that was uh, just started. Uh, Tess and Solomon, are you you heading up? Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna book it up there. Okay. Yeah, you see, you see the scene of Ficus parkouring up off the railing onto the roof <laughs> and padding down. You see Hop Frog. Uh, what's Hop Frog doing? Oh, he's 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 raising his shield in the air and okay. just giving confidence to everyone. Okay, so he's protecting. <laughs> uh, he's got a shield up. You see the other uh, guards kind of blindly throwing uh shooting arrows out into the uh into the uh the forest there and you do see another flicker of flame and another um arrow coming towards the longhouse and yes uh ficus as you are frantically putting out this one you see another arrow coming thunk, right next to you and start a new square of flame <laughs> jump over and all right uh I'm gonna be playing whack-a-mole over here so we're we're not we're gonna be kind of loose with the initiative here. We'll just kind of go around and and we'll see what happens. So Solomon and Tess, and or Tess. Okay. Uh, Solomon's gonna cast Mage Hand and send a, a hand out to start like padding flames. Okay. All right. Yep. And definitely. Actually, like ripping straw off and getting it away perfect. from uh, the longhouse. Definitely helping Ficus. Your job is now easier. Um, Tess. Am I able to tell where this? Like the arrows are coming from? Yeah, you can see it out in the forest, about 60 feet away from the longhouse, right on the edge of where the, the forest starts. Okay. Um, I will fire my short bow to where I think it is. Heck yeah, you can. Okay. I was wondering, I was like, do any of us have arrows? <laughs> 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 We're all over there with swords. Like, uh... um, We're the best. We're the best monster hunter. <laughs> throwing things, yeah. Yeah, go here. Uh, <laughs> Improvised weapons everywhere. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen to hit. That hits. Ooh. So go ahead and roll some damage on that. Hold on, I gotta check on the thing. Um, okay, I think it's just my one d six. I don't think my sneak attack works for this part. 
Uh, no. Nah, he he knows you're there. No, not a surprise attack. You didn't have advantage. Right. Just making sure. Uh, that is five points. Of uh, so, yeah, you kind of, judging to where you saw the flame light up and, and let go, you, you kind of shoot in that general direction. And you, your arrow hits from what you can tell. It's still kind of hard to see this kind of outlined uh, figure that is within the woods, cover of the trees. Um, Hopfrog, okay. what would you How like to do? How high is the ba- balcony? is about ten feet up off the ground. And then, and then the tree line he is about sixty to, feet out. He wants to jump off and start running. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check as you you hop off this. Uh... Are you running towards or away? Towards. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys are monster hunters. Good question. Good question. I want to make sure. Now is our is our cleric charging into battle? Oh God! I know it. <laughs> I got a. An eight. An eight. Oof. Yeah, you're going to take one point of bludgeoning damage as you kind of uh, catch your your triton uh, foot. You have webbed feet, I assume. Yeah, you kind of catch weird on the railing and kind of fumble down. You take one point of bludgeoning damage, but you're you're up on your feet. Uh, we'll say you used half of your movement in that jump and tumble. Uh, and we'll say you're you're five feet away from the longhouse, so 55 feet to the, uh, to the edge of the... The forest there. Um, uh, like to cast, like to cast light on my shield. Okay. Try to go as as far as I can. Yeah. What's what's the radius on light? I can't remember. It is twenty feet. Okay. Directing in twenty. Okay. And how many how many more feet of movement do you have? It's thirty total. Thirty total. So fifteen more feet. That gets you to. You're about forty feet away from the uh, the edge of the. What am I thinking? The forest, uh, and with light, go ahead and give me a, a perception check. It's still the light kind of doesn't make it all the way, but you could see a little more of the outline. Let's see if you can. Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. You definitely you're getting kind of some fading sunlight, moonlight combination off of this guy and. You see this, um, it's in, in the Twitch chat if you if you pop in. Um, you see that boned masked figure, this big hulking kind of body, grungy beard, raggedy hair, uh, really poor armor that's just kind of pieced together. But what is really daunting is just the whiteness of that skull that is uh, donned on its head. And he's he's looking at you and he's knocking another arrow. Uh, is that all of your turn? He's gonna yell out, Bone Man! Bone Man! <laughs> uh, Ficus, what would you like to do? So I see this screaming, running fish with a ball <laughs> of light headed towards the woods, screaming, Bone Man. Yeah. That's the scene that uh, we are in. <laughs> Alright. Uh, begins to panic because... Uh, Hopfrog is kind of he's Hopfrog's caretaker, so <laughs> uh, he you will special right here. He'll kind of cinch up his gear like, oh shit, here we go, here we go, here we go, and he'll run and jump over the wall as best he can. All right, give me give me an acrobatics. Okay, I'm good at acrobatics. So 
Uh, that's 13 plus 3. That's 16. Yeah, you're able to, like, bound off the roof onto the railing, kind of flip in the air, three-point landing, and you're up and moving. Uh, we'll say it used half your movement to kind of make that whole somersault. Um, okay. And you are 55 feet out from the edge, uh, 15 feet away from Hop Frog. Uh... If I turn around, can I see anyone on the railing? Yeah, you can look back and you see Solomon and Tess and two uh, guards. Perfect. I want to look back and just be like, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn it and take off running after right. him. Yeah, so you catch up to, uh, you catch up I to only, Hot and Frog. I only have 25 feet. Of movement, oh. so, so you're five feet no. behind. I'm, we'll say, I'm slow. <laughs> you're five feet behind um, so Hot, Hot Frog. <laughs> whose shield is uh, emitting this light that is kind of uh, creating some shadows into the force, but you do see the same figure, uh, this this white, almost pure white glowing um, skull that is out there. Um, that's the most prominent thing you can see. Um, he is going, it's his turn now, he's going to uh, light up another arrow, knock it, and he's going to fire towards the longhouse. Yeah, it definitely hits. So right next to the mage hand that is kind of cleaning up the mess of uh, that ficus left, pff, another square ignites. Uh, Solomon, that leaves us to to you. Um, taking a look around, does it look like there's potentially enough help to have this handled? Yeah, yeah. So one of the guards says, uh, uh, "Go, go. We'll we'll take care of the fire." And he he starts okay. to uh, climb up. Okay, yeah, he's this. just gonna, so gonna yell, Tess, Tess, we gotta go, we gotta go. And he's gonna run up to the railing and not bound off it, but kind of like, <laughs> and then like, gingerly climb down, <laughs> and then like just drop down. All right. and hang. <laughs> uh, no roll needed. <laughs> You're able to do that. Um, again, so because you didn't run and jump, we'll say you used yeah. 10 feet of movement to get down. Uh, onto okay. the ground, and you are right at the edge of the the longhouse. So you're sixty feet out from the uh, the woods. Okay, he's okay. gonna. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I will. All right, uh, Tess is gonna uh, jump. So go ahead and give me an acrobatics. Uh, Solomon, how are, are you? Are you booking? Lining it. I'm just yeah, just straight behind. Uh, okay. Ficus and um, and Hot Frog. Yeah, you make it to Hot Frog, and you know you pass Ficus. You make it to Hot Frog. And you see that same hulking figure out in the woods. Right. Eldritch Blast. Oh, do it. Yes. As soon as I, I get sight on him. Um, you are uh, a warlock. Like, yeah, I mean, I have to. <laughs> you have to do it. Do the thing. Say the thing. It's yeah. mandatory. Eldritch Blast. Oh, uh, yep. I think it's pretty good. Plus five, 16 to hit. Uh, 16 to hit. Yes, that hits. Cool. Okay. So 1d10. Yeah, I'm gonna blast. Bla his ass. Blast. It's um seven plus. Ooh, not man. just one d ten, so it's seven damage. Oh, I have to do Force. math. Okay, yeah. So this eldritch blast that kind of lights up the night as it's traveling into the woods <laughs> hits him right in the chest, and it it almost just illuminates that skull even more, and it just kind of lights up the forest around it. And you get a bigger sense of this this uh, being. It's it's seven foot plus. It's just this big hulking dude that is just there, getting ready to knock another arrow. Uh, is that it for Solomon? Uh, yeah, that's all he's got. All right. Tess, you were acrobatting. Yes, I uh, scored a sixteen on my dismount. <laughs> Perfect. You're able to yeah do do another flip. Not as not as 
cool as Ficus. He's just, he's got a little more practice to it, a little more nimble in the mm -hmm. air, but you land without problem, kind of in full stride. And yeah, you have some movement left and action. Okay. Um... You're about, you're about 55 feet, 15 feet away from uh, Hop Frog and Solomon and 55 from the edge of the wood. Okay. Um, I don't really need to be any closer. I will fire my short bow again. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, not as good. Um, 12. 12? Yeah, you're kind of just in mid-stride and, and trying to do okay. it all at once, and you just, you're kind of caught off guard by... The, the grotesqueness of this glowing skull that is shining there, and you kind of you shoot wide a little bit and uh, miss. Okay. Hop frog, you see Tess. Did you make your way all the way up next to Hop frog and Ficus? Um. Or you? How are, close are they to it? Uh, they are forty feet away from the woods. Okay. And fifteen yeah, feet in front of you. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll use okay. my movement then, which is I have thirty-five movement. Okay. And I will. Um, so you can actually get in front of them by five feet if you'd like. Okay. I'll I'll just stay even with them. For okay. Now. Yeah. So we got uh, Hop Frog, Tess, and Solomon in one line with Ficus five feet behind uh, Hop Frog. <laughs> so with the many years that he has uh, been with Ficus, he's um. He's going to use a, a bardic insult that he has learned over the years. Uh, he says, what's that over your face? Oh, it's just your face. And he cast. <laughs> he, he cast what? Okay. Sorry. Back then, I wasn't very good at insulting, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he casts uh, Toll the Dead. Okay. Uh, is that a save on his part? Uh, wisdom save 12. Ooh. Wisdom save 12. Does he have any? No, nothing good there. Oh, yeah, that's a fail. That's a six. That's a fail. So it takes five. Five points. Again. Okay. As what? What does that look like for a hot frog? As this toll the dead rings out through the air. So it's it's this swirling, swirling essence of purples and greens that kind of just swirls out from from a ball uh he, he actually it's not carrying any weapons in his other hand to do this okay and it, it strikes out and it kind of just not not splits but gets bigger and condenses right before it hits his target nice and as it kind of explodes in him you can see his his hands kind of come up to his ears and he's just kind of bending over wincing in pain you can tell it it stung and he is feeling it. Uh, Ficus leaves us to you. All right. Um, you are 45 feet away and five feet behind the rest of your party. 45 feet. Okay, perfect. Um, can I move? Uh, Frog, you didn't move it all, right? You're still right there? Oh, sorry. He, uh, he would have moved up as far as he could. Okay. Frog would have? Yeah, that's what he said. So, okay. uh, I'd like to move my turn. I'd like to move one, use one action to move as far as I can, my 25 feet. Okay. And then, um, yeah, you're hearing... fi you are 15 feet out from the tree line now. Perfect. 
Uh, hearing Hot Frog insulting him, I'd like to cast Vicious Mockery. Ooh. And just start cussing this dude out. <laughs> He's kind I don't of know who this dude is, but I'm like, you rap bastard, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's just recovering from that that ringing and the 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 swirling matter that came in front of his face. Uh, what is the save on a on a vicious so wisdom? Oh. Needs uh, thirteen or higher. God, you guys in your wisdoms. Uh no, that's an eleven. So he is viciously <laughs> mocked. Okay, so four of psychic damage, and I got, I don't know what I got, I got a four, cool. So I got a four, uh, yeah, I'm just nice. cussing this as I'm running across All right. the field. <laughs> yeah, you kind of catch up right behind uh, uh, Hopfrog, you know, stopping your tracks, throw out these insults, he goes from uh, ringing, his ears ringing and kind of bending over, and he takes his longbow, and he throws it down, and he starts running back into the woods. So he's going to use his action oh and and movement, and he takes off into the woods. Solomon? Uh, I'm only going to go as far as, uh, uh, as Hot Frog. Um, if I can still see him, like this wooded area is going to be kind of hard. I Elder to blast him out to 120 feet, but yeah, you can you can use your movement get close to him uh, to yeah. your uh, hop frog and ficus, and you can throw an eldritch blast if you like. Okay, yeah, I'll just throw another eldritch blast. Okay, that one, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, you yep. some underbrush that you couldn't really see just kind of snuck up on your eldritch blast <laughs> and took the brunt of that damage. Um, through that though you do see some illuminations into the uh into the woods and you see he, he this guy is like bounding over down trees and tree stumps and the underbrush and he is boogieing out of there uh any anything else Solomon? nah he's just gonna kind of like slow down at this point and, and stop okay Tess um I guess I'll do the only range thing I got. Throw that short bow. Right. <laughs> give it a give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. Um, I rolled an eighteen plus five. Yeah, so. definitely hits. <laughs> Just sniper. Oh. Sniper shot. Um, that eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. All right. Yeah. So he da- he takes another shot. He's still getting out of there. Hop frog. He's going to keep pursuing. He's going to he's going to dash. Okay. See see if he can close the gap. All right. Give me uh as you kind of break into the the edge of the woods, give me an acrobatics check. Just it's it's dark. Do, do you have dark vision as a triton? I do not. That's why I cast a bite. Okay, yes, you do have light, but still athletics check nonetheless. I guess I didn't say, but I'd probably use on too. Okay. Yeah, so you catch up with Solomon. Athletics would be 17. Okay. Yeah, you're kind of seeing your light is definitely helping out, and you are kind of ducking and, and jumping over some of the um, the debris that is in this wo- in these woods, and you, you use all your movement to make it through. You said you were going to use your uh, action as well? Yes. Okay. Ficus, you see Hop Frog just kind of... You see the, the, the emanation of the light... But you just see his silhouette because that light is pushing out in front of him. But he does uh, kind of break on into the woods. 
If I can just well come to a, a skidding stop in the, in the dirt and grass right at the tree line, and I'll look in, and I'll be like, well, Hop Frog's dead. And I'll turn around and start walking back. Turn around and start walking back. These two, as they're, I'm guessing, still at this point sprinting towards him. Okay. I've, yeah, Solomon's completely just stopped, like, and I, let Hop Frog continue on. <laughs> Um, so, Hopfrog, you see in the shadows of the woods, you see this hulking figure bounding like a deer through the woods, just so agile. Agilely? Ag- ag- how would you? Agile works. Agile. I think so agile. Using yeah. his agility, he is bounding from uh, trunk to trunk, and he is um, what is now... You see him just break out of the, the edge of the woods on the other side. And Solomon and Tess, are you... Hanging back, you see Ficus kind of running towards you. Yeah, what? just letting uh, Ficus catch up to us. Okay. Well, no, I, I use my movement. Are, are you going into the woods or are you staying on the edge? Oh, is this the next one? Okay. Yeah. Um, you do, do you. Do we, <laughs> do we still have any, like, do I still have any side on where the... At this point, it's hard to see anything other than the light that is emanating from a hop frog's uh, shield. You, okay. You've kind of lost sight of the. I do have dark vision. The figure. Um, yeah, even even with that, he's out right. of your range, and yeah, kind of hard to uh, tell what's what's on the other side of hop frog's light. And you're still running, hop frog. <laughs> For the moment. <laughs> so split, How far is uh, he party. ahead of us? Uh, Hopfrog's probably 60 feet within the, the woods at this point. Jesus. Sure. You're going in? 35. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So give me, uh, give me an ac- acrobatics check. Not great. <laughs> that would be a five. Oh. Yeah. You your foot catches on this root that is sticking up uh, at the base of this tree and you actually fall and uh, you're well for purposes of uh, the rules it's difficult terrain for this movement so you only get about 15 feet into the into the woods and kind of dust yourself off and you're, you're back upright but uh, yeah, yeah that root just kind of jumped out of nowhere yeah. hop, hop frog Any, anything else Tess sorry no okay hop frog so he cleared the forest. Yeah, he the you can tell that he broke into the forest and, and is now on the edge of the uh, what could be the lake. What would be the lake? Let's say that. I think since he broke the forest and he sees how nimble nimble it is, it probably would shut off its light and stop. Okay. And observe for now. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going to observe this figure that's moving? Yeah, it's going to okay. turn off turn off the light itself and and uh, yeah, just just observe. Okay. Um give me a perception check with advantage uh, now that you're kind of like pausing with intent purpose um looking at this figure. Nat 20. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nat 20. All right. Um, I'll, I, I will narrate what uh, you see when it comes to his turn, so hang tight. Uh, Ficus, <laughs> you are heading... 
right the way. <laughs> Walking back to Solomon. <laughs> so, uh, I'll see Tess is sprinting into the woods, uh, last I heard. And, uh, he'll <laughs> look at Solomon and be like, well, it's just the two of us now, but don't think I'm going to go meditate with you. <laughs> So, so are you you're hanging with Solomon outside of the woods? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. Not meditate. We're just hanging out. <laughs> Not med- guys, 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 we're just hanging out. Nothing is happening in the field. I, I love that we have inside jokes uh, already. Already. Nice job. <laughs> A little one shot. We're, yeah, we're like, doing it right, guys. <laughs> so, Hop Frog, you see as you're kind of focusing with that nat twenty, well timed. You see, um. <laughs> this figure get, hit this pebble beach of the lake and he starts to scurry around the lakeside and he puma-like climbs the spire going up and you see a crack of lightning and you see him crack of lightning behind the spire you see him on like a platform that is up about 50 feet high and he, he, is, he is ascending Solomon, Tess. Uh, seeing Tess run in, he's gonna say, "Tess, Tess, fuck, are we doing this?" And he's just gonna like hit, go into the the forest too, chasing after her. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you catch up to Tess. Ficus is yeah. left in the dust, um, in in the the uh, the shadows of the longhouse. He is hanging behind. You are you using uh, action to go further into the forest um yeah as i pass test yeah I say let's find hot frog and get out of here okay yeah and as you get to the end of your movement and to the edge of your dark vision you can see hot frog just like paused and just eyes laser beamed out to the other side of the forest uh tess um i will use my movement to try and catch up okay Hop yeah. frog. <laughs> All right, you catch up to Hop Frog, and you see him. I imagine just kind of locked in. He's right. kind of hunkered down, just just eye eye in that direction. Okay, Hop okay. Frog. So this thing's this thing's up on a fifty foot tower. You can't really see it unless Hop Frog relays that information. Um, it oh. was that lightning strike that kind of illuminated that that spire. That gave him the uh, the ability to see him. Okay, so I don't know. I'll just I don't know where he is, and I'll just catch up to Hop Frog okay. and I guess try to somewhat hide, but <laughs> okay. Try and figure out what's going on. I guess trying to figure out where the the bad guy is. All right, Hop Frog. So Hop Frog. Uh, uh... Here, here's the movement behind him. Turns around and holds his shield up. Uh, and states blasting them with light. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, he yeah, he dropped the light. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, and and he point and he points up. Ascend to heaven from spire. Hmm. Could be devil or angel. Not sure. Whoever lives there. <laughs> Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Hot Frog? Any actions or movement? He he would stop anyone from going further at the moment. Okay. All right, Ficus. Or at least caution them, at least. <laughs> All right, Ficus, you are left alone. Yes. 
at this, Ficus will turn and walk back towards the woods. <laughs> uh, he's walking, uh, and as he's he's not like running through the woods, he's just climbing over little logs in the way and All you right. know pushing bushes out of the way, and he's casting okay. vicious mockery on every single thing in this forest. <laughs> <laughs> he has to crawl over. Just yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll say <laughs> going after his friends. It, 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 you can make an acrobatics check to have normal speed, or otherwise, it's it's half movement, difficult terrain for you. I'll, I'll roll it. Yeah, I'll right. roll it. I, yeah. just, I don't want to keep them waiting on. Gotcha. Me. Uh, I'll roll it. All right, so acrobatics. You're good at this. Plus three. Yep. Plus three. Fall off. That's seventeen. That's 20, oh yeah. 30, yeah. 20. Yeah. You are yeah. Vicious <laughs> mockering and bounding at the same time. Uh, you're about, you've have the distance between you and, and the rest of the party. Um, you guys, as you are standing there kind of looking out, Hopfrog has put his attention back, uh, towards the, the lake and the pebble beach and up the spire, you see another lightning strike and where that platform, where the hulking figure was standing on is now empty. And about two, three seconds later, you hear a splash into the water. And we will exit, like, our pseudo-initiative here, uh, and we'll let you guys kind of figure out what you want to do here. Told you there was something in the lake. There is now. Yeah. Seems, uh, the stuff that that, that woman was singing about, um, a lot of it seeming to be true. (sighs) There's something in that. Uh, What were those words? I don't feel like going for a dip right now, though. We can wait till morning. I think there's something about the girl that sings also. I mean, she seems to go to the water and go to the forest and nothing happens to her. I don't know if he favors her somehow. If she's protected some way. Solomon's going to look around after Tess mentions that. And Do I see anyone else around this lake? Uh, give, me a, give me a perception check as you're... Are, are you guys making your way to the other edge of the forest? Or are you staying back yet. within? Probably just like right on the edge, like where it breaks and becomes okay. a lake. All right. Um, uh, 16 total, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, all right, 16. So you can see around the, the edge of this lake is, it's kind of like black rounded pebbles uh, that kind of make up the whole beach. It is not sand whatsoever. Uh, there are like the jagged spire rocks that uh, surround the backside of this lake. You can see now like the platform where he would have stood to jump down in. Um, and looking into the water with that perception check, you see there's one color of water in this like bluish black, and then it in a line it goes to like a dark black. So from what what you could like a, imagine like is like off, yeah a drop off uh, a change in in uh, depth. Yeah. There's something to this lake. There's there's something further down in in it. There, uh, I don't know cavern system or something. I don't I don't know. Uh, we probably won't know until tomorrow if we do decide to go look. But I think at the moment it's just it's too dangerous for us to go in. I don't particularly feel like swimming in the dark with whatever that was. We go check on villagers. I guess. I guess we can go. See, either we go see if the fire's out, or we 
wait here and see if he leaves the lake. How big is the lake? Like, around, approximately. Uh, let's see. One, two. It is about, it's pretty big. It's several miles. According to the map, one hex equals two miles. So yeah, it's it's about like seven miles in diameter. It'd be a too big of area to spread out to cover. But um, where where that spire sits that he jumped in, there is kind of um, a cove of the lake where it kind of um, it breaks off, not break off, but it does from what is the main part of the lake. It does kind of inlet a little bit. Can Ficus of be approaching around? This yeah, way? yeah. We'll say you guys are all kind of at the edge now. You've there's cool. enough time has passed that you, still, you've still made it there. Vicious mockery, or yeah, vicious <laughs> mockery, cussing yeah. out everything. <laughs> Walk up. <sighs> you happy? He's in the water somewhere. He, he jumped in the Ooh. water. The fish? Oh, that no. guy. Hot frog's still here. My bad. Yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think, Hot Frog? Are you Are you wanting to go in the water? Are you willing to do that? Do you swim? You, you swim, right? Is that what your people are? I might be fish out of water, but I know how to swim. <laughs> I don't know what you are. I'm Triton, king of the merfolk. You know this. Right. Yes, King Triton. Whatever you say, boss. I go check out, and he goes in the water. All right. Oh God! Just if you're gonna get wet, you might as well swim, right? All right. So as you dive in, give me a perception check. Eighteen. Oh. You see the fainting bubbles of what would be like breath being let out down into this tunnel that is fifty feet down towards the spire, like towards back into where they would have jumped off but 50 feet down into the water. He will go further in. All right. Continuing swimming in. And you you have a swim speed, right? I have 30 Obviously. feet of swim speed. Yeah, so I'm not, you don't have to make any, any checks to do this. Um, you see, as you get to the edge of this tunnel, you lose the, the, the bubbles, but you do see um, what are... You can make out to be handholds that have huge scrapes around them, but they are kind of formed into handholds every so often. Much longer than your reach, so you, you can grab one, but then you got to do a little flutter to be able to use the other one. And uh, how far in are you are you going in? Uh, mostly to see if there's an area where the whole party can get through. All right. And yes. doesn't have to hold breath too much. Right. Perfect. Yeah, you kind of you go in about twenty feet, and you kind of rise up to where the the wall, the the ceiling is, and you do find an air pocket about twenty feet in. The air in there is like really stagnant and gross, um, just really uh, musty, and I mean it is not fresh at all. But just monster farts. <laughs> straight up monster farts. <laughs> <laughs> For He'd like sure. to just barely, barely poke his head out to see if there's anything you can see. Uh, in into the the air pocket. Correct. Yes, yes. You pop up. It's you could fit all all four of your 
bodies in there um, just enough for your head above the water so there's not a whole lot of space but again there's there's markings of like some scraping and uh, and underneath it underneath the waterline there are more of those handholds I think at this point he would he's seen what he wanted to see and he'll head back to the group okay yeah you head back no no problem with your swim speed he gets out of the water and says hmm <clears throat> There's, there's a cave. All of us can fit. Solomon's just going to kind of look over it at, at, at Ficus. Is it Ficus or Ficus? Apparently Ficus. both. Okay. Ficus <laughs> for me. Look what we say. We're, we're monster hunters, right? So you keep telling me. All right. Well, he's going to like start taking off his, his jacket, his coat oh, he's wearing, oh. and he's going to take it off and throw it down onto the Is this meditating? It's <laughs> not meditating. <laughs> not meditating and he's just gonna like shed what, he's gonna shed what unnecessary weight he has um making sure he still has his daggers and his sickle attached to him um and his like leather armor but he's just gonna dive on in he'll take his boots off um okay. and just dive on in water and um right. fall after uh hot frog i guess turn to tess and be like it, it Oh, it's my turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I walk up and I'll set his lead down on the side and look over at her and kind of turn around. <laughs> doing some I'll, just, I'll just jump in the water and go. <laughs> Leave him up there. Stop staring. <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> Sheds what he can and dives in. Uh, still keeping rapier and dagger, but he left his loot. All right. Uh, I imagine Hop Frog's going to lead the way. Uh, this time he'll he'll cast light on his shield again. Okay, yeah, and it it illuminates underwater, but again, like it's it's dissipated a little more than it would be out on land, and it's it's kind of hard to get the full effect of the light, but it does help. Um, it gives a beacon for everybody else who who doesn't have that swim speed to kind of know where they're going, navigate through, and we'll we'll kind of forego some of those uh, those checks because you have a uh, hot frog there. I, I can I can cast dancing lights on uh myself i guess so that way he's in front i'm probably in back right. so yeah you should put um, one on each foot yeah you can set out a globule you can set out globules to be above each of us too actually i guess we don't need them technically the elves oh can i yeah. spread them apart mm -hmm. yeah oh we don't have dark vision okay well then i'll keep them on me then all right you... Put them in front of your eyes i can't let <laughs> <laughs> So you guys head down and into that tunnel. Um, you're using the pockets of air. What seems to be like 20 switchbacks just coming back, cutting back and forth and ever so t strategically placed pockets of air. Uh, you guys keep going through and um, you come up into what was the ceiling now goes up straight up into a 90 degree angle. And you can kind of look up with enough of the light illuminating. You can see what is a chamber above the water. Hop, we'll hop up. Okay. So yeah. leaps and oh, bounds. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you splash up into a vaulted chamber, uh, your panting breaths echoing from the stone walls and curved ceiling. The pool is ringed by a stone lip carved with faces through time and dampness has worn away their finer features. The pool you stand in is only a few feet deep, so there's this kind of lip 
that uh, gives a few feet deep of water, and then above that is a ring that has been um, definitely man-made, carved. Um, I guess he's still swimming. There's a wide doorway that leads to Stuck a hallway. Uh, yeah, so there's one doorway that leads into a hallway from here. All right. Uh, is gonna he's gonna pull a sickle out. Um, I guess and just start trotting ahead. He's say, let's let's go before we lose ground. I'm in the pool with you guys. He's just chilling. It's not a hot paddling behind us. We're like wading through it. I didn't think it was that deep. Uh, I'm not that tall. (laughs) As you enter the hallway, you see uh, two engravings, one on each side. And on the left wall is a picture of a titanic figure grappling with a dragon. And on the opposite wall shows a scene of a great coffin being laid to rest. All the figures in in these uh, carvings and depictions have the what looks like the same skull helm that you've seen glowing in the woods. Um, if you give me a history check as you're you're looking at these depictions, Figure says, "See, that's what happens to monster hunters. You fight a dragon, you die, you get laid to rest. Dragons win." You said history. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got a good old two. Oh, sixteen total. Eighteen. Thirteen. All right, Uh, Solomon and Tess. It's it's nice that it's brother sister. Uh, You've kind of heard stories of uh, this. It's all kind of making sense and coming back to you like campfire stories, uh, days of old, giants battling dragons, and um, a name comes to mind, and that's that's Carthabal is ringing in your head and you knew that he was a great uh giant warrior that just was very good at rallying uh people around him and leading great battles and and ruling on disputes um he had a he had a hilltop throne uh he's just very this very powerful being of lore that you guys have heard before and something deep within the recesses of your brain those synapses are firing you're kind of putting two and two together. This whole hallway is built for giant size. So, uh, Ficus, you are <laughs> very... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of room to wander for you. Um, <laughs> He's just over in the corner like... <laughs> As you are moving through the tunnel, uh, you do see it does bend into a 90 degree turn. What would you okay. like to do? Uh, and it's probably about uh, at the edge of your dark vision. So if it, if that's sixty feet, it's it's about sixty feet out there in front of you. Okay. Um, and it, that's when it turns. Yeah, and then it turns uh, a, a sharp corner. You said it turns right. Uh, uh, left. No, left. right. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me get them right here. It turns right. <laughs> to our to our right. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Solomon's gonna kind of like hug the right wall, um, not like sidling it or anything. Uh, but he's just gonna like keep his hand along it as he's he's walking, um, kind of like staying along the the wall, not trying to walk down the, the center of the hallway, uh, and just get up to like where it starts to turn. Okay. And just kind of like quickly peek around the corner and then back and see what he sees. All right. Um, get are are you doing this stealthily or are you just 
Yeah, yeah, I'd be doing okay. this. Okay, so. alright, give me a stealth check. Is everybody waiting behind? I'd probably be, I'd probably be with him. Okay. I'll be underneath him. <laughs> uh, kind of peeking around all stuff. Right. I've still got anybody moving forward, give me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, stealth, stealth. Dirty 20. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. 21. I got, I got a dirty 20 as well. Nice. Six. <laughs> Hot frog, you what are, are you guys doing? He's a real fish out of water. <laughs> well, we're doing a group DC here, so uh, three of you uh, definitely pass. So, as you approach this corner, Solomon and Ficus right underneath you, <laughs> um, you f- you see a, a circular candlelit chamber that's about sixty feet in diameter. Dozens of niches are holding skulls easily four times the size of of yourself, Solomon. Um, There are candles placed in the sockets uh, to give them eyes of flame. All the skulls face the center of the room, and you see a colossal stone casket right in the center, carved with the likeness of massive warriors atop it. Hands folded, and their hands are folded over the hilt of the sword. Two darkened arches lead off into antechambers. One of the doorways is covered by a crude sealskin curtain. Kneeling before the casket, head bowed and shoulders slumped forward, is the figure that you saw in the woods, the Grundhelm. His back is to you. Turn and just tell him. Please. Just. just. Um, <laughs> Please. And. Don't start like <laughs> uh, he's gonna <laughs> oh, okay um <clears throat> just kind of start like tiptoeing into the room and and peeling right staying along the walls okay again um just kind of like point the other direction like go along the other side of the wall and just like shrug to them like you want to go that yeah. way yeah, the two the two archways that you see, one with the sealskin curtain and the other uncurtained, are directly opposite of the the hallway that you are exiting. Yeah. So Solomon, are you going towards the right? Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyone I else? Can take the other way. Okay. I guess. I goes hop see, one go one go right, one go left. Be like a, uh, he'll get down and he'll start crawling. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so one went right, one went left. He's going straight. All right. Uh, outside of the alcoves that are housed with these giant skulls, there is only the casket in the center. Um, so there are no other, like, protuberances to hide behind. Yeah, pieces of cover. Uh, but we got Ficus prone. <laughs> for st- for uh, mechanically speaking, you are now prone. Uh, Hopfrog, you see three of your party members... Uh, Come inside. How far is the figure from the entrance? Uh, it's kind of right in the middle, so it is 30 feet. Uh, the, the whole diameter of this room is 60. Perfect. He's uh, he's going to steadfast and wait. Okay. Are you in the doorway? Or are you he hiding behind the corner? Sure. He, he's, he's hiding behind the doorway, but he's trying to hide his light as well, but he needs to use it Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, I want to make sure my dancing lights are all. It's, it's pitch black in here, isn't it? Th- no, there's candlelight that is within those alcoves in each of the skulls. 
uh, these giant low skulls. Light. So it's it's low light, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to get spotted. I'm really good at stealth, so I'm gonna do away with the dancing lights. All right. As you as you guys dissipate your light and kind of get into position, you do any of you speak uh, giant? Mm-hmm. I do not. All right. You, He's halfway close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do hear some words start to be muttered in kind of this. It's got a broken cadence. It doesn't. Uh, it, there's no rhythm to it. Um, but you do hear some words being spouted that you none of you really understand. Okay. Uh, shooting a quick glance at everybody. Um, I'm going to ready a witch bolt and. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fire a witch bolt at him. Alright. Let's let's all roll initiative. So that we're you guys will get a surprise round because you stealthed. At twenty, sorry. Oh, uh, plus two, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Thirteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Ficus. Nineteen. 19. All right, so we got... Nice job. That's what I... <laughs> All right. Uh, Solomon, you... Second net 20, isn't it? For me? No. Yes. no yeah, uh, Hop Frog got one as well. Yeah. Total. Um, Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Solomon, you're up first. You can fire that okay. Witch Bolt if you'd like. Make sure it's... Concentration. I'm pretty sure I just roll to attack, and I can hold it with concentration yeah, if it yeah. hits. Okay, sixteen plus five. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely hits. Okay, one d twelve. And then, so do you want this this roll that you make here to stick for the entirety of the witch bolt, or do you want to roll every time? Um, I'm gonna. I'm. Mm, that's a good question. I'll, I'll leave it up to you, but whatever you choose, <laughs> we'll stick with. <laughs> we'll, roll every, we'll roll every time. All right. Uh, yeah. Watch you go. Get, you're gonna get a twelve. Man. I got a twelve. <laughs> well, it works this time. <laughs> yeah, I got a twelve. So that's right. awesome. <laughs> All right. So you, this witch bolt comes crackling out of you, and and it kind of it stays right. It's this beam that just is now fixed on him, kind of like a tractor beam that is now just engulfing him. It kind of blow pushes him up to this. Uh, this casket, and he is, like, pushed up to it. Um, is that it, Solomon? Yeah. All right. Ficus. Crawling in the oh. middle. You're about 25 yeah. feet from him, who's now, he's now being pinned up against this, uh, this casket with the witch bolt. All right. Uh, I'd like to keep my stealth going if I can. Hopefully, you know, I'll be distracted by... Okay. Yeah, he hasn't turned around yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would like to, uh... How if I'm prone, I'm sneaking up to him, or even if I, I probably don't even need to be prone. Actually, now that I think about it, because yeah. I'm a little guy. Um, but if I move up to him, do I move? It's is it still 25 feet? Yeah, yeah, we'll say yeah, because he was okay. 30 feet in. You got five feet in with your previous movement. Yeah, you can use your 25 feet feet to engage uh, melee with him if you'd like. Okay. Uh, I, I mainly just want to get up close enough to him. Uh, can I use perception to see if I notice anything? Because I know before he was like just a silhouette. If I mm-hmm. can notice him, uh, him maybe he's got um, 
Actually, I might want to detect med. Can I detect magic in my perception as well? Can I use that? Uh, I think that's going to be an action detect magic. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, I won't because I've only got two spell slots and I want to save that uh, just in case it's actually needed. Um, so I won't do that. Can I just use perception real quick? Yeah, just to yeah. see if I notice anything about else about him. Yeah, go ahead. Notice. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, so as you're kind of like... I'll say you're... you're uh, you're crouching. You're not totally prone, but you're kind of moving up next to him, and right. you're getting closer. And as you get closer, he is soaking wet, coming just coming out of the pool, and it's it's a stanky, nasty drip that is coming mm. off of him. Um, he's dressed in these tattered rags. His mane of hair is coarse. His beard is coarse. He's got like a rat—not a literal rat's nest, but just like tangles and knots within yeah. his hair. Uh, he is hidden by this mask. His face is. Um, as you are kind of like creeping around the side and he's starting to turn his face to turn around, uh, you do see that the teeth on this mask are engraved in runes. Uh, some of the same runes that you saw within the hallway as you approached. Um, were, were you looking for anything specific? No, that, that answers okay. my question. Um, you do see my... oh, a sword that is sheathed on his hip. And you do see a, a short bow that is slung around his back. Okay. And I've used my full action to get here, correct? Uh, you've used your movement. You okay, still so have, I have an action? Yeah, we'll say the perception check was a free action. Uh, you okay. Um, action and bonus action. Oh, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Usually is. Those yeah. are the best kind. It's Can a one I? shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. Um... I don't know if I'll need to roll sleight of hand or an attack for this or something, Ooh. but I want to disarm him. Yes. <laughs> Strength. If maybe like, well, he's not holding it. It's still sheathed. Oh, yeah, it's sheathed. Yeah. All right, so, so describe what you want to do and we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll say, we'll say dagger and we'll say just cut the belt. All right. The belt holding the, the sheath. Okay. Uh, give me... I almost want to say an attack roll with your dagger. Just as you're kind of moving and in there and try to get it in this perfect spot. Either that or or a sleight of hand. I'll, I'll let you decide which is better for you. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it loosey-goosey here with the rules. Fair enough. My sleight of hand gives me a plus three. My attack gives me a plus five. So All right, go, go, with with the, the, go with the dagger yeah, attack. The attack. Okay. So we're going with the dagger. Here we go. Uh, plus five. That's <laughs> 14, so plus 5, 19. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're able to up in there and and you cut. Are you cutting the, the belt in which it is uh, sheathed on? Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Yeah, you cut it. Um, you're, it's, you are it's you really got to pull to... It's this thick, gnarly hide of a belt. Uh, but you cut it through and, and the, the sword does clang at the feet in front of him. Could I roll sleight of hand to catch it and have it not clang? Uh, Probably not. If you were a rogue, I would say, yeah, you uh, could use yeah, that, okay. that, yeah. that roguish bonus action. But yeah. with that being um, a major action, I'm going to say no, but it is cut off and freed. You do have a bonus action. I would I would like to turn and wink at Tess and give her <laughs> uh, bardic inspiration. All right. <laughs> Be like, you see that? Like, hey. Tess, you now... <laughs> have bardic inspiration uh and that's a bonus action for a bard i believe right yeah yeah okay yes. i have i have three uses of it okay two. tess it is now your turn 
fully inspired. Um, yep. It gives you a d6 on uh, like any of your rolls for 10 minutes. You okay. use it once. I'll use it once? Okay. Yeah. You don't have um, to use it now. Attack roll or saving throws? I don't really want to get in there. <laughs> I'll just use my pelican. <laughs> oh, natural thing. Oh, all right. Natural 20 on the attack roll. Yeah. Uh, so Is that a, that's a crit. That's a crit. Yeah, you yeah. can uh, double your damage dice. Uh, and you are a rogue. I'm going to give you sneak attack here. So you get a du- okay. double oh. double the damage. Because uh, Ficus went up into the uh, melee range. So you get double your bow damage right. and your sneak attack damage. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Wow. That's gotta be powerful. Oh my god, I rolled two sixes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be twenty-four. Uh, yeah. Holy cow! Let's go. That's a level one rogue, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty-four Wait, points of damage. The bardic inspiration on that too, or is that? Uh, not on damage. Yeah, you can't okay. use it on damage. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah, and definitely. You rolled the nat twenty, so you definitely hang right. on to it. <laughs> Double it again. <laughs> <laughs> and again. Um. So. You have you have you just did a ton of damage as this arrow comes in, like right over the head of Ficus, who's in there cutting the sword free. This arrow comes in and just plants itself in the break in its armor pieces, and is now stuck within its its back rib. He does let out a wail in this language you can't understand. Uh, <laughs> Tess, you have you have movement and a bonus action. Okay. Um. Rogues are broken. <laughs> oh, she came back with a no you. Uh, the, the sneak attacks are powerful. Yeah. Um, shit. I don't know. There's not really anywhere to hide or do anything. Yeah, there's, he's there's, like up against a coffin. Yeah, he's up against a coffin in the middle of this room about 30 feet in. And there's little alcoves around, not enough for you to hide in, but uh, they, right. I mean, if you get tricky much with a it. big open dome. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of um, a burial chamber. Right. Um, I feel so like I we're killing this dude in his own grave. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I have a feeling. That's the idea. Is kidding. the witch bolt, like, holding him? Yeah, it's still crackling. It's not, mechanically speaking, he's not held. It's just, okay. it's there. And the initial it blast pushed him happening. up against, uh, but no, he's not grappled or restrained. Okay. We saw him uh, throw his bow down at the edge of the woods before. He oh yeah, that's right. So he does not have his bow. He, sorry, good, good call. Okay. Uh, I just, I was just thinking. I was like, okay, I took his sword. What could he hit? He's gonna ki- like, what is he gonna kill me with? Now? <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. His hand. Uh, <laughs> Pretty big dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little guy. He picks me up. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll use my movement and go stand on the opposite side of the coffin. Okay. Yeah, so are you sticking to the wall? No, I'm just... I'll just... uh, Is it up against the wall? No, it's a a rounded room and the coffin's in the middle. Oh, you're just going to the other side of the coffin. Yeah, you can do that. Right. Okay. Oh, Yeah. I I don't want to give him, like an opportunity attack or anything okay yes yeah, so you you scurry around and now you're kind of right. facing him as he's being blasted up against this coffin uh yeah there you are okay okay uh hop frog 
I rolled All right. crummy Hot on Frog my is gonna... initiative. <laughs> he's gonna run up to to the figure, but Perfect. he's gonna hold. He's gonna stand over Ficus, but he's gonna cast Bless on his friends. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Get you, in the coffin. Is that a D four to That is a D four on any attack roll and save and throw. Nice. Alright. And it's concentration for me. Okay. Mm. And is that all you would like to do? He's gonna look at him and say some words that he heard Ficus say earlier and repeat them. <laughs> with no magical effect behind them but <laughs> of course they're being they're being spewed anyways good okay Marcus is so proud he's done they're like all right <laughs> with this he <laughs> he screams out in this language that you don't understand um yeah you guys i'm trying to think of a way to give you a, a bone here but yeah you don't understand uh what he's saying but he is screaming it and he is going to <laughs> sorry we, don't read we chat just <laughs> kind of meditate oh god <laughs> uh can we do like an insight check to see like how he's I will... like is it yeah. Angrily, or is he like scared or he's crying? Okay. <laughs> pleading. He's, he's pleading. Um yeah, give me give me an insight check. A any and all of you that would like uh, insight? Insight, it? yes. Okay. I'm gonna use my pretty pink one. Looks like a watermelon. Nineteen. <laughs> so I got a nat one with a minus one. So oh damn! Is, is this guy my dad? <laughs> this is your dad, Ficus. <laughs> Alright, so we got a natural 20 from Sullivan. I don't see it. Wow, um, two ends of the scale there. That's 20. 17. 17. Ficus, what'd you get? Uh, nat 1 with oh, a minus nice. 1 to yeah, it, let's, so 0. Let's, let's cover the whole spectrum. <laughs> 0. And then a hop frog? <laughs> 19. 19, He's okay. really proud of himself. <laughs> uh, Ficus, you are focused on that sword. You're not really listening to the words that are coming out of his mouth. Uh, everybody else, you do, um, you realize there's fear coming out of these words, although you can't understand what they are. Um, but it's not so much a fear for himself. He has this anger in his body posture, but his words are, are speaking uh, fearfully. Hot Frog, you, anything else? No, he just continues spewing uh, pro profanities okay. toward the... Okay, he he is going to, because it's a free action to pick stuff up, he's going to pick up his sword, and he's going to crawl over the casket. I will let Ficus have a an attack of opportunity if he would like. Uh, As he is leaving your yeah. melee range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> It, is it a free action to switch weapons? Uh, no. yeah, yeah, please. yeah. Okay. Um. Well then, I guess I have dual weapon fighting, so I'll just have both. Um, dagger in my left hand, rapier in my right. Okay. And uh, I'll that's swing at him with the rapier as he tries to that's a, run away from me. That's a great Johnny Cash song. Dagger in my left hand, rapier in my right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not an actual. <laughs> Wait, it's an old, it's an old country ballad. <laughs> Go ahead, Ficus. Give me uh, a, a, an attack. Play, okay. Yeah, you're a bard. You should know this song. Yeah, right. 
Uh, I have a plus five to that, so that's an 18. Oh, yeah, you definitely hit, so roll that sweet damage. All right, we got a D8 <laughs> plus three, so we got six damage in total. Oh, six damage in total. Yeah, he's looking pretty rough after all. Not quite 24, but... <laughs> Not quite 26, uh, pales in comparison. But he's looking kind of rough as he's climbing up over this, and the witch bolt is still crackling on him. He has his sword... He's going to make an attack at Tess, I'm sorry, as he jumps over, but he is not, like, fixated on you. But he's going to make an attack roll. Cool. Oh, ooh. It's a natural 17. Yep. Plus... I'll do it. Plus 6, so yeah, that, that's, that's going to hit. <laughs> that's going to hit. That'll leave a mark. And he critted. <laughs> no. Three on the damage. It's only a D6. Three on the damage dice. So seven total slashing, slashing damage as he swipes down at you. And he's going to continue his movement. And he's going to stand in front of the the curtained door and turn around and face the rest of you. And he, he does speak a few more words. Same kind of tone. Fearful in nature. But he is definitely in a posture of fighting and protection. Tessa, you, you're still standing as a level one rogue. Don't tell me seven. Gotcha. How, how much health do you have? Uh, two. <laughs> All right. He is, he is like out of your too. range now, but he is standing in front of this, this curtained room, and he is speaking the same uh, words in the same tone. And at okay. that, we are back to the top of the Order Solomon. You have your witch bolt still connected, um, oh man, I was thinking of dropping it until he nearly killed my sister. <laughs> you asshole! So Solomon's not gonna drop the witch bolt. He's okay. just gonna he's gonna keep it going. Uh, he's gonna step forward towards him though, okay. um, as he's doing it to close the distance. Um, okay. Okay. Make sure uh, I have the D twelve. Yeah, roll that damage. Uh, two two yeah how how do you want to do this is that are is you that what people... serious yeah he had two he had... Yes. oh my gosh he oh, had no. two two hit points left oh, no joke oh. uh how do you how do you want to do this um solomon's a little angry he was about to try like literally he was like on the brink of dropping that witch bolt and then he when he watched him like cleave uh uh test down like off this um, so angry. casket yeah i just like unlimited power <laughs> <laughs> like every warlock's to, dream <laughs> turned it up to 11 uh, uh all right i just hold it like as he he crumples probably like down to his yeah knees, and i just continue to hold it as like his body falls to the ground okay. and like even a little longer after yeah it's starting to singe some of the beard hair the ragged hair that's around him um and as he falls, you hear in this broken common from behind the screen, you hear, stop! And you see this hand come from behind and pull the curtain back. And as it starts to appear, you see a limping, shuffling body, gnarled, green, slowly start to come back. The stoop-shouldered troll. Her eyes are burning yellow in the dim light of the candles. Her long limbs are ropey with coiled muscles. She seems exhausted. 
leaning against the wall. One leg that you can see is twisted beneath her, an old scar pulsing with pain and leaking ichor. Please, she says. Don't hurt my son. <laughs> you asked. Well, he did. <laughs> As this body is down at her feet, she... Uh, she starts to kneel, but that leg that is just gnarled, she can't really bend the knee anymore, so she's got it kind of kicked out to one side, and she drops to the knee and starts to, like, kind of cradle him, and she's looking up at you, uh, rather fearful, uh, but also pleading. Yeah, the minute she said her son, I probably would have, like, dropped the witch bolt, too. Okay. Everybody's somebody's son. <laughs> I know. No, strong nobody daughter. wants to do that like in front of their someone's mother like she as you drop the witch like bolt it. she picks up the sword and throws it into the room that she came out of <laughs> that's just throwing it at us. I was like oh, <laughs> it's a trap stop stop you cannot hurt Haratha anymore I ask that you leave I know not why you are here but I ask that you leave, and I should do a... She's got a gruffer voice. She's, she's a troll, yeah. after all. Uh, he's killing people? He's, he's attacked the town. He, he is only seeking the revenge that was laid upon him as a young child. There's a lot of revenge going on around here. It is a nasty cycle. 30 years of revenge. If you only knew the, uh, the pain that... We have suffered in Umbarta. She is Umbarta, sorry. Haratha has suffered. You would know that this revenge is a necessary thing. I imagine the one, uh, the Kingsbane uh, Siegfried has sent you. Yes. To dispose of us. If, if that is your job, then you go ahead. And she, it's she for the murder of his father. Biggest will step forward, ready to cast a, a spell at them, like looking at Solomon, like the murder. Kill him? The murder of Siegfried's father was also the murder of Haratha's father. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just imagine Hot Frog actually saying that out loud. <laughs> Cutting the tension. <laughs> um, what, what Siegfried did not tell you is that his father abandoned Haratha in the woods because of his deformities. And being pushed back, I, I found him and adopted him and brought him here. And this is just the anger that... Haratha has been building up inside of him, being displayed for Siegfried. And his arrogance and his bravado, his king's bridge that needs to be built. Uh, Solomon's going to look over at Hop Frog, And then back to to her, he said her, Umberta, or what her name was. Um, yeah, Umber, um, Umberta. I guess we, we don't know her name, but I look back to her and Hop Frog stabilize him we want the skull on his head and he kind of just just speaks something in primordial and he uh actually casts a healing word on oh okay uh is that a that's a d d4 plus 
something? B6 total. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and roll that if you'd like. I already did. Okay. 24 plus 2. Oh, 6. Sorry. Gotcha. All right, so yeah, you see him kind of an inhale of breath as he... And you hear that one of those words in giant that you heard before, and and you you see uh, Umbarta kind of cradle him and say, "It it is okay." Oh God, it's mommy. The word. Oh, is it's mommy. Oh God. Um, uh, yeah, the word is mother. Um, you you, I don't think you are going to take his life if you have brought him back. That is cruel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? again? What does? We are monster hunters. What does Siegfried need to make sure that this cruel transaction is taken care of? And I will promise you that we will, we will try to end our rage and our revenge that is eating at us. The bone mask is all we need. Give us the bone mask. End it all here. They'll leave you alone. We'll leave you alone. Unless more attacks happen, we won't be back. I want to cast Charm Person. Okay. On Solomon? (laughs) Knock it off. Let's kill him. (laughs) So she... I will say... Don't give me ideas! As you are doing this, she is going to remove the mask. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I thought they were going to fight us on it. (laughs) uh, No, she... If this is the only thing he requires... We will not be seen in these woods any longer if we can leave here with my life and my son's life. And she pulls off the mask and you see uh, what is underneath the mask is this kind of misshapen skull that is um, a face only a mother could love. There is one eye is clearly bigger than the other and kind of protruding out. There is... (laughs) A Are jaw. you also Siegfried's son? <laughs> 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 oh, frog. <laughs> you see uh, the lower Maybe. teeth, a severe underbite, and just this lower jaw is just really jutting out. Uh, he has fangs that are, are, like the canines, are bigger than a normal. He has wrinkle lines that kind of cover his face. And... You can tell, like, a lot of the beard hair underneath the mask is gray, and you can see the stripe of gray going down into the front of his beard. Um, and he he kind of, like, turns his head as the mask comes off. He turns his head into his mother's arms, and, and she picks it up and now has it kind of upturned, and she hands it out to the party. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Solomon will hesitantly take it from her and then step back and she Gross. she quickly withdraws her hand you have my word that we will we will leave if this is all that you take from us how did you get down here it has been a decades ago i mean if you want a lord so dump here not like a, there's <laughs> not like a, there's not like an easier way to get out. We have to swim. Um, <laughs> well, there, this other door leads deeper into the mountain and out a uh, oh. out through one of the crags on the other side. Perfect. That's much better. Um, I need to start going. But decades ago, <laughs> <I just> <laughs> <laughs> peace. <laughs> um, 
Uh, walks in the doorway and notice no one else is here. He will stop and be like, oh. I mean, it, but again, if this is all that you take from us, uh, we will leave. And you will not see us in uh, Kingsbridge again. And neither will Siegfried. He is the one that will have to live with what his family has done. Very well. At that, she kind of like gets under uh, his arms and starts to get him up. Her, she's really struggling with her her bum knee, uh, and kind of get. They finally get up, and they we start to watch awkwardly. They start to walk down that that hallway, the the uncurtained hallway next to the the one that she came out of, and uh, slow walk into the uh, darkness. Roll credits and roll that was credits. Just so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you do we want to? We can montage this. I know we're we're going kind of late, uh, later than. Uh, I expected, but you know, I you guys are killing. We, we, we would we would return it. Is would, that the end of the game? To Siegfried. Yeah, there's there's a little wrap up with Siegfried. If uh... can I cast thunder and have the rock <laughs> fall on top? Oh, of definitely. Do you have thunder? Oh my god. <laughs> they have monster. to pass a con save of thirteen. <laughs> we'll say we'll say this as you guys make your way back into uh kingsbridge siegfried is waiting uh there there are guards that are and and handy men and women that are kind of patching up the the knight's attack and he he sees you approach out of the woods and he sees the skull or the, the mask in your hands and he asks i asked for the heads of this monster and you bring me a mask what is I the tried. reasoning? What is the reasoning? It was on his head. Well, I guess maybe the conditions were not quite clear. But he takes off. He's got two metal bands that are on his forearms. He slides them off and he kind of tosses like them. He tosses them down on the ground and he grabs the mask. I guess this will do. And he turns around and he starts to head in. And your, your reward are these two uh, intricately made... Uh, there, uh, there's a bunch of craftsmanship here on these metal bands that he's pulled off, and you now have these metal bands. Um, I guess wraps it around. And, yeah, around it would actually be like <laughs> a full bodysuit for fighters. Uh, he he is angered that there's not a skull of the monster itself with flesh and bone and and ooze. Head too heavy. <laughs> and he walks back into the longhouse. And that's where we will kind of roll credits. You didn't, uh, yeah. as monster, <laughs> as monster hunters, you didn't officially kill the monster, but you saved the town. You got some uh, reward. You can you can say you killed the monster, but that's where we are. Uh, thank you, everyone, for playing. You guys killed it. Like, uh, no joke. I uh, <laughs> I will play a game with all of you all the time. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being here, sharing this night, going late into the night. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, uh, this is Featherfall Tabletop's One Shot Mondays. I don't yeah. know what to do. I'm my wife turned on the heat while I've been in here, and it, I'm like sweating, guys. Awkward. He's what? meditating. Yes, he <laughs> is. That's. Uh, but to, to wrap this up, let's let's go around the horn again. We'll go in reverse order this time, um, and we'll oh, no. start we'll start with Tess, and just <laughs> tell us tell us who you are, where we can find you on the internet, and uh, yeah. Um, I am Lindsay. I am 
one of the co-owners of Found Familiar Coffee. Um, you can find us at Found Familiar Coffee <laughs> on Instagram or what's the Twitter? Is it just Found Familiar? Just on Found Twitter? Familiar on Twitter. Yeah, just Found Familiar on Twitter. Awesome. You no, know, we're also on Facebook too, but Facebook's yeah. not our favorite. <laughs> It's a dying platform. <laughs> it is. But we're there. I'm a little upset that I had to make a new Facebook account because I hadn't oh, had one for a long time. Yeah. But I had to have one to have, have a, a business, business account. Gotcha. So, necessary evil. All right. Uh, I said Tess earlier, but it is Lindsay. We are out of character now. So, uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for playing in this game with me tonight. Thank you. Uh, Aaron, go ahead. Uh, like other co-owner found familiar. Um other than our social media, you can find us at foundfamiliar.com. Um, you can go to foundfamiliar.com slash featherfall um, yeah. and use code featherfall for 10% off your purchase as well. So that helps out featherfall. Um, obviously, it helps us out with a purchase. So we can keep uh, supporting artists and musicians and writers and any creator you yeah. can think of in the D&D community. Um, it's the main reason we, we started the business. Um, I'm an artist myself. Um, Lindsay appreciates all the arts. Um, we... we Talked wow. about how <laughs> she's, she's, she's not an artist. Or <laughs> she uh, likes to look at art. She appreciates yeah. children's art. No, no, no. Uh, she she's brought up plenty of times, um, specifically watching Critical Role, how nice it is to see creators yeah. being appreciated in just the Critical Role um, community. So mm-hmm. we thought, what if we could do something like that for the entire D and D community? Um, and she's one person that gets really ticked off along with me when we see artwork that's shared online and nobody's credited right. or even worse, somebody takes credit yeah. for it and it's not their art. So anyways, we start the business to support the creators awesome. um, because we believe everyone's artwork, everyone's music, their, their written work deserves to be seen and should be celebrated. Awesome. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, thanks for uh, sharing this game with me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Rath, up top. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, I'm Rath. Uh, I do have a Twitch. It's a thing. Uh, it's uh, the official Rath. I think my name's on the stream somewhere. Yep. So right you can find it you. there. Yeah, right there. Um, so you can find me there. Um, I, I stream. I, I do uh, the D&D stuff. Um also, just some random stuff every once in a while. I have a campaign launching with a good group of, of friends uh, coming up. So I don't have an official start date for that yet, but I'll get awesome. that out when I can. But otherwise, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't really post much. I mainly just retweet a lot of funny stuff that <laughs> I find or D&D stuff. Yeah. Um, I have an Instagram. It's mainly just gym pics. So if you're into the uh, inspirational stuff and uh, gym moto stuff, then you can go there. But um, that's about it for me. Uh, I'm Rath. Awesome. Raph, thanks for playing with me tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for inviting me. Yep. Truk? Hopefully I said it right. I said it wrong the first three times. Oh, Truk is such an ambiguous kind of name, Ah. so it doesn't really Ah. matter. Don't hold it against me. (laughs) But go ahead. Tell us uh, who you are and where we can find you on the internet. So, Truk and all things social media, that's basically the only kind of name I use. Pretty universal for everything. And I'm just a Jack of all trades, master of none. Awesome. Yeah. Short and sweet. Love it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Chris. I play in uh, Featherfall Tabletops uh, Wednesday Night Games, Ghosts of the Past. You can find us there. Maybe not this Wednesday. We got some stuff coming up. Uh, we may take a week off. Uh, you can find me at 
two socks underscore or two sock two underscore socks oh five i don't post anything on twitter i like things that's about it but uh anyway we are featherfall tabletop this was our kind of getting back in shaking the rust off of our community one shots um and like i said so happy to play this game with with the four of you uh you made it something special for me uh really appreciate it you can catch tomorrow night uh, uh the gods we know homebrew um campaign that's going on at 6 30 pacific time i believe uh it's somewhere posted they'll retweet it up Ghosts of the Past on Wednesday, Table Talk on Thursdays, and then we do it all again the next week. Golden Girls campaign coming, or one-shot coming up on the 11th. If you want in, in a one-shot much like this, uh, check out our Discord down below, exclamation point, I want in. Once you get in there, get you into our secret chat, and we'll hook you up with a game. We've got many down the pipe, so uh, join us. We'd love to have you. Um, with that being said, guys, let's sign this off. Let's go off into the night and meditate. Uh, <laughs> inside jokes. <laughs> there we are. But thank you everyone for sticking around. Uh, appreciate it all. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye.